Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Sean Bell. Oi. James Farley. Hello. And Matt Murray. Hello. Bit of housekeeping to get done before we get on with the show. Uh, who's taking over the Twitter feed? Anyone? <laughs> Been taken over by the alt-right. I mean, we can't <laughs> let Matt near it again after. Um, do you want to explain, Matt? Well, I'd just like to start by saying I'm, I'm sorry. I sent an insensitive tweet uh, on the weekend, and uh, and I'm genuinely sorry about it. Do, do, you want, do you want to explain what you, was going through your head? Well, um, no, I just made a mistake. <laughs> no, explain what the tweet is. And he's allowed to just say was. sorry and move on. That is an acceptable. No, thing. No, I mean, he can, yeah, but I because think it'd by, be more. I think by, it'd be more interesting to just hear what his intentions was. Yeah, to, okay, you yeah. know, clear clear the air. Yeah, all right. So I. Uh, Used a used a picture that was going around, you know, a lot over the last week, uh, well, the last few days, you know, from the uh, the uh, uh, protests in Charlottesville in America of uh, all those uh, uh, all right and and whatnot people holding their torches aloft. And let's let's call them what they are Nazis. I was Nazis say, yeah. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, and yeah, I so I had that picture and I saw other people writing. For, Vaguely humorous things about it. Again, I know that's not an excuse. I'm just saying I thought, okay, well, yeah. clearly there was maybe some unsaid thing whereby we're all just, you know, treating those idiots as memes and, uh, and therefore it's sort of safe. I, I yeah, I, I realized that was a mistake. Um, and I wrote alongside that picture, um, I, I can't actually, can't remember the actual words, but basically it's something along the lines of when you fail to explain game mechanics on a podcast. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's it really. I mean, I, I, I clearly uh, in no way um, intended to refer to um, obviously the people who were hurt and killed in, in the process over the weekend, and it was merely only sort of the the sort of mob mentality um, uh, thing that I was referring to. So uh, yeah, once again, I'm very sorry, and uh, I uh, I certainly won't be doing anything like that. Uh, my take on it again. now. My take on it. Um, I <laughs> I gotta say, I, when I first saw the tweet, I winced a little bit, not because of the tweet. But because I thought, oh, here we go. This is when we're going to start getting people. Because for starters, there's absolutely no way Matt would... like. Someone said, um, oh, you shouldn't make light of what happened over the weekend. There's no way Matt was making light over the weekend. That was... A, that clearly wasn't the joke. B, I, I, I you know... It wasn't even like if it was of the situation that went down. Was it on the Sunday, I think, or the Saturday? Um, I, then I would have gone fucking hell, Matt. That is not cool. Yeah, well, we don't even need to explain different... it. Um, yeah, it's intense. What I'm saying, Matt, is that I right. The way I see it is that you weren't like it's all about intention for me, and it always is with these sort of things. And you can jump up and down and go, That's outrageous, you are disgraceful what you're doing, or you can actually look at what's intended by what you were tweeting out here. Now, if you're offended by it, like, well, I'm sorry, and you know, and you've got every right to be offended, I'm not turning around and saying that you, yeah, you have, but what I'm saying is that I, I don't know, just calm down a little bit and just go, Oh, maybe that's not that good, lads. When, as some people well, seem that to is, want that to is what basically everyone did. That, yeah. It's not like, yeah, know, as if, like yeah. people were screaming at us. No one was. Everyone was like, well, yeah, probably don't. <laughs> like, I mean, that was all, you know, everyone was pretty measured about it, I thought. We, I mean, it was clear that we weren't making light of what, what had happened. Mm. Um, I say we, I mean Matt, but I'm defending him here <laughs> because I feel bad. Because we've all done that, haven't we? Where we've all yeah. tweeted something 
and not thought of anything like that's linked with you know completely either misjudging it or the intention is so different to what people have, have taken it as that you think fucking hell oh shit and um, and then when that does come back you feel fucking terrible I'm not. Mm. I'm not kidding. You feel absolutely awful. I had a. I had a situation with someone where someone had posted a picture of a nice dog, and the very next tweet on Twitter was of an angry dog saying uh, the angry black dog is dog is back or something. And then I just went, "Whoa! Look at the difference between these two. You know, one of those sort of things. Mm. And then I later found out that that person um, was talking about depression, and that's mm. what angry black dog means. And I just felt awful for about a fucking week. You know what I mean? Even though I got in touch with a person concerned, apologised, and they totally accepted it, it was totally understanding, and mm-hmm. I, I just felt fucking awful. Though, so there was part of me just thinking, "Oh, Matt, man, I know what you're going through," and it, like I'm, I know Matt so well that there's no chance of Matt like turning around and going, <laughs> "What about this?" You know, what I mean? there's just no chance of yeah. that happening. So I thought, New. you know, maybe a good thing to just explain outside of it, unless there's some lingering people like thinking oh my god i can't believe they did that this clearly wasn't what was going on there but yeah i assume you felt awful as well matt right oh yeah well i, I mean at first i was like oh this is this is the way and then it wasn't until people said what the hell are you doing i'm like oh shit hang on yeah i just i just totally did not think about that angle at all so uh yeah massive apology and uh i won't be doing it again <laughs> what tweeting yeah it's been, a, it's been it's been quiet on the tweet deck since then so i'll I, be honest matt if it cuts the memes memes down i'm you know kind of glad it happened <laughs> 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 no, no no okay uh right okay uh what else has happened this week not much really um we should probably get get straight to the feedback should we yeah i mean there's obviously a few tweets about my misadventures on Twitter is six shooter, a six underscore shooter on Twitter. Uh, is Matt resigning and who's replacing him? Uh, is it one of the Kane and Rince lads? <laughs> no. Um, who would um, be the worst person out of us three to tweet from that Twitter feed? Matt, you're, you're you know, the what? You, who would be the worst? Like if you had to hand over the Twitter keys to one of us three, who would be the worst possible? Who would be the one that says, right, okay, he's gone for, for starters. Uh, I mean, yours, me. I mean, surely. your typos, Dave, were just. It, <laughs> they I are mean, ridiculous. Well, totally every tweet you do send, there's also an apology saying, sorry, it's not Matt on here today. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Sh- Sean, Sh- Sean and uh, James never do any tweeting, so I think they should That's be the tweets like, a lot, don't I'd, be, I'd be the worst person because there just would be no tweets because I just can't be bothered. Well, sure, surely just... I'd be the worst person because I'm not even going to be here in a month. Well, there's that. I think that, right, here's my view. I, I don't think I should, I would be the one to take over, right? But, but Sean would push his agenda. We all know that. Like, he's got agenda. Oh, Nintendo, great guys. Boo, Microsoft, boo. (laughs) Nintendo. Every time we refer to Microsoft, we'll change the S for a dollar sign and everyone will be like, (laughs) oh, he's got him. He's got him there. (laughs) (laughs) Micro shit. Yeah. And pony. Nintendo, like, whatever. Um, James, the, would it be too much snark? That's the thing. I, James that, is so unpredictable now. Before his Twitch stream, I would, I'd be like, Before no James way. blew up on Twitch.com. Yeah. I, I, I'd be like, no way. But now I'm kind of thinking the guy's so fucking unpredictable that he might actually be the saving of the Twitter feed right now. Which is well, we, we should have a rotor whereby, you know, one week a month, it's like, yeah, my week was last week clearly and next week you know this week's Dave's and then Sean and James and we'll go on like that 
No, yeah. I don't want to do that. Because I'm I don't think we should do that. I think you just leave it to you, Matt. I think even with that minor faux pas there, it's I mean, even it's a, faux pas, a bit better than any of the others. I mean, I, we've had been absolutely crushing it on socials over the last month. So <laughs> I, apart from the faux pas, I mean, who knows? As bad as you felt about the whole thing, Matt, was were you sort of half looking at the follow account to make sure it didn't go down? Well, yeah, it went it went down one and then it went up. So who knows? I mean, yeah. It's a shame because that tweet banged for about the first 30 seconds and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. And I realised it was just pure, no, not not found. So again, once again, I apologise. Um, <laughs> the Mafro to... on Twitter. Can't wait for Matt's grovelling apology in the intro. I mean... It's pretty grovelling. Yeah. Um, totally different subject now. Uh, Dirty Bristow 71. At Daytona's may have shit tasting cakes, but great tasting games. Thanks for recommending Far Cry Primal. It's chuffing awesome. It is really good. I yeah. so overlooked that game. Probably what, the most how overlooked high game of the generation. The top games of the year last year. Did you want to push that? Because you were on about that game constantly for that mm, whole show. I knew. I knew it wouldn't get very far. I thought maybe I pushed it harder than I should have because um, uh, because I, I thought it was overlooked. Um, I think and because your baby had just gone in the first round. Uh, well, yeah. Um, I didn't really mind. Like, as I said at the time, I didn't really mind about that. Titanfall hurt. I'm not going to lie to you, but I didn't really mind about the others because it was like there were so many good games in there that you guys had put forward. I didn't really care if it was one of mine, not one. Once Titanfall was out, I was like, okay, all right, let's just level the playing field. The only problem was the one that, that got, that knocked, um, Far Cry Primer out was done so in the most bullshit way ever that you were like, okay, let's listen to your debate. And uh, and then we'll pick the better one. And you listen to the bait, debate. It was between me and James, if I remember correctly. I, I put <laughs> such a good argument forward. James just went, well, it's good, isn't it? And and his game got through. That's what stung a little bit. But, but was it Watch Dogs 2 that got through? It was, yeah. yeah. Fuck it now. I know. I mean, come on. <laughs> right? This year's going to be different. Um, this year's going to be crazy. Well, speaking of this there's year, there's so I much mean, good stuff. Sean, are you going to make a return appearance? Oh, he's got to. Do I? You're like, okay. I don't know what my own name is. <laughs> You'll be like, what's that? Has there been a game this year? I don't know. The last few months have been mental. Yeah, I, just, I won't have. Yeah, time will have lost all meaning by that point. Yeah. So yeah, um, which would be even funnier. Yeah, <laughs> um, we have actually got uh, something planned in the next four weeks. So that, that was the other thing that was at the back of my mind at, for the start of the show. Um, we're going to throw Sean a baby shower. <laughs> it, it's genuinely going to happen. We're all going to go to Leeds, and um, when's this? The fifteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth of September, seven p.m. We're going to live stream a show on YouTube.com slash the Computer Game Show. Um, similar to our live PSVR show. If that's on our YouTube channel, we can have a look. If you didn't watch it at the time, but yeah, we'll be live streaming the podcast, doing our usual podcast stuff, I guess, and you can you know chat and that sort of stuff and well this yeah. is what i'm thinking matt is that we've this this little get together is going to be slightly different to the last isn't it because we're going to have our vr helmet we're not going to have our vr helmets on for, throughout the most of the weekend so i'm thinking along with live streaming the show we should just like live stream some gaming stuff as well just spend yeah. the whole pretty much a whole weekend just streaming stuff i know yeah why not 
Sean's just done 24 hours and <laughs> I'm pretty sure that'll bring back memory, bad memories. But um, I reckon, yeah, I reckon we should do yeah. some so of that stuff. We haven't really got much planned, um, but if there's anything you guys, I guess, listening and want us to do, then yeah, feel free to tweet us or email us. But um, Yeah, tweet us ideas. Yeah. I reckon a full season of FIFA by Sean, playing as Tranmere, beautiful. <laughs> you, you should be able to get FIFA. don't know player. how to play FIFA, like, at all. Oh, that's the idea behind that it, Sean. That's... <laughs> that's the hook. <laughs> How, um, we, could put it, we could put it on two button mode, you know, that for kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like where you, you just only two buttons. How yeah. how long does it take to finish Beyond Two Souls? Oh uh, no, I'm not doing that. Oh shit! There's, there's oh, man, you could probably do that, man, because I, I I did Fahrenheit in like two days. I don't know. What, I don't know why I'm using that, that as a yardstick. <laughs> I just decided that all David Cage games are quite short as a result. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's that, but yeah. Um, feel free yeah. to email, email, email in, or, or tweet in your ideas. But um, as it stands, we'll probably do a live podcast. But either way, it's it's there. It's happening uh, Saturday, fifteenth yeah, yeah, yeah. September at seven pm on Saturday. <laughs> why seven pm? Have you come here and discuss this with us? <laughs> might be busy. Seven pm. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, what, what, what are you busy doing, Dave? Just being around yours and that. Yeah. Um, also, again, it's that thing where I, I, you know, that's leaving it quite late to start drinking, isn't it? I'm just warning you. Um, right, okay. <laughs> sorry, let's continue yeah, with the um, feedback. Sean Thomas. Uh, Sean is Thomas on Twitter. Playing Heavy Rain so ineptly, so ineptly has made me a more anxious dad. He, um, uh, sorry, James playing Heavy Rain so ineptly has made Sean be a more anxious dad. Feared that he lost his daughter at the park yesterday. So it, you're making See, dads everywhere just freak out now. Do you know something about that is I've also been more nervous about that than I would be normally because I'm just worried that something like that will happen and then I'll look terrible because I spent the whole time taking the piss out of Ethan and then I do it myself. So I'm just like being very well, careful now. Well, it'd be now. even worse when, you know, we look at the BBC website and it's <laughs> and the headline is uh, Video Game Podcaster Walks Through Coward Door. Video <laughs> 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 Game Podcaster staring at, you know, a couple getting off each other. <laughs> and, then, and then you're away. going to be on the show the week after and we're just going to lay into you um, <laughs> yeah, um, okay next Pytrick who are your favourite uh, we spoke about a- ASMR last week of course because <laughs> why not um, Pytrick uh, has asked what your favourite ASMR people are and, and also Dimitri, do, we, do you guys enjoy a combination with gaming is that no, even no if I'm if I'm trying to if I'm concentrating on something else I don't it doesn't really work I don't know if you yep. get that Dave yeah oh, um, absolutely yeah um, the tutorial in Homeworld, which is an old uh, strategy game, there was the the voice for that um, set me off. But that's because like that was in a tutorial and you barely do. So, um, so when they set you off, so you, you're playing the, the tutorial starts, the person starts mm. talking. What happens to you? Literally, you it's like this sort of tingly, like pleasant feeling in the back of your head and sort of down your neck. Mm. A bit like you know. Um, those things that like I, th- I think they're originally called orgasmatrons, but they're oh, like yeah, a, you put them on your with head. all the little th- yeah, and you put them on your head and you get that weird pleasant. It's basically that, but without any. It is kind of that, but I, I also get like I really feel it in my legs where they kind of feel hollow, and right. then then and then what I notice is that my mind starts not concentrating on the video, like because mm. I usually watch it with my headphones in and my yeah. eyes closed anyway, so I'm not yeah, actually yeah, watching yeah. the video, yeah. and then um. And then my mind wanders to something else and I think about something else. And then from then on, I'm just out. Like I'm in my coma. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what does it for me. But yeah, no, I, I recommend um, Dimitri, obviously. Yeah, I boy. think it's ASMR Massage. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, he's got some good ones. And oh, what is that bloody, the cream 
there's, there's a channel with just like loads of massage videos. I've told you about it before. I'm going to have to look it up. Sorry, go on, Sean. You've got any <laughs> other recommendations? Uh, off the top of my head, I say off the top of my head, I'm looking at my YouTube subscriptions and there's like, it's fucking dozens of them. Because there's a weird thing about ASMR is that the more you listen to one person, it starts to wear off. So, like, you'll have a favourite yeah, yeah. for a certain amount of time, and then it's like, oh, I'm sort of done with them. Um, I'm just having a scan of this now. Uh, GB ASMR is wicked. Scottish Murmurs. Uh, Latte ASMR. Um, they all have weirdest fucking names. Um, Premax, that's the one. Premax, that's the, the yeah. guy. That, if you can find the guy, the bald guy, he is the best in it. Why and then there's always also- bald? What's that about? <laughs> I don't all know. Ma- all male, male ASM artists are bald men. Stuart Hines, <laughs> well, they're not, not an artist. He's like a, uh, like a, he's an actual masseuse and that. So oh, right, there's okay. loads of that sort of stuff that, that's unintentional ASMR. Like, uh, why are we talking about this for so oh, long? No, Sorry. Yeah, okay. so we talked about this way too much. But, um, so what are the qualities of an ASMR video and could we do one? Oh, absolutely. I'm not doing one. I would this is, honestly, I, I've, I've thought, like, apart from the fact that I would f- just feel unbelievably weird doing it, like, there's yep. definitely a, there's a proper fucking market for an ASMR gaming channel by someone who actually just knows what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh my God. It's true. James, um, you're, you're doing it. Get this, get this, get this, um, Matt. There's two sort of well-known sounds that, that kick people off as well. One of them is SK, which is just someone going, SK, SK, SK. Oh god! But even that—that that is like starting to weird me out. <laughs> and uh, the other one is a pitter patter. You just go, which is a little bit like that guy that goes. <laughs> I'm just going to put a bit of paper on. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely look into it. Um, Matt, okay. you guys, this yeah, amazing. You didn't send me a link. You said last week on the show. Well, you how about how about we live stream you experiencing? How about no? It'd be weird. Anyway, down with a big boner. Dalton DiMartino, uh, new listener. The bickering annoyed me at first, but after a few episodes, I fell in love with it. Thanks, guys. Never change. I listened to a few other video game podcasts, and it sounds funny to say, but the bickering really sets computer game show apart from the rest. Maybe I love it's the just fact me. that he sounds like my nan in that tweet. He sounds like my nan tweeting. Well, the bickering's <laughs> getting a bit much, isn't it? Um, yeah, that's why I said trust us when people say the argument, arguing's getting on their nerves. Just trust us. <laughs> it all works <laughs> out. This is what we do. Soon enough, you'll be wrapped in the drums. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. You I mean, what? It, I thought it gets on my nerves sometimes. Yeah, everything gets on your fucking nerves. Go on. I mean, it, I guess that's fine, but then what do people do after the first 15 minutes? They just ask oh, another gaming podcast. Switch off. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry, we've got your download. Uh, download is in the bank. Uh, thanks ever so much for all the feedback. <laughs> if you want to tweet us, it's at computergamepod or the computergameshow at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love any feedback or questions or any suggestions for what we could do on our live show in mid-September. Cool. All right. Well, then let's go straight over to the news. Oh, God, Sean, I bet you've got loads of news over there, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, it's been, it's been a good week for people who like niche Japanese shit. Um, <laughs> it's been a good so, week for you. Uh, Hideki Kamiya did a couple of tweets basically saying that the, as he did, the success of Nier Automata is pretty much the only reason that Platinum didn't go out of business this year. Um, after the sort of cancellation of Scalebound and stuff, apparently they were in a, a bit of a shitter. Um, but Neo Automata did much better than basically anyone expected. Um, and as a result, they're absolutely fine. Hang um, on. So that was interesting. But uh, I, mean, just because I haven't read the article, but are they, do they still do strictly AAA releases? Because I thought they were starting to do much smaller um, uh, releases and much quicker release dates. And I thought Neo Automata was one of those new 
smaller budget, quicker releases. No, no, Neo Automata is like a full on. Okay. Uh, but I will plan on changing the business model slightly to get out quicker things. I must that say. would certainly make sense given that they're like, obviously Platinum's thing is just good mechanics. Like the, the games they put out don't necessarily need to have like, a big story or anything like they could do really well just putting out like really smart sort of arcade style games um so that would certainly work but um yeah i don't know i don't know um what else yeah basically the only other thing i've got is that there's <laughs> i'd rooms. love it if like that happened on the news like on the normal news yeah who knows <laughs> so it just looks yeah, around and goes oh what else yeah, <laughs> oh there was a oh. game like, like sheets of paper like, there's got to be some yeah. fucking news on one of these um uh rumor um this, oh, this was this was yeah this was reported by kotaku um laura kate dale who's been pretty good with reporting on weird rumors in the past um apparently okami hd might be getting a ps4 and xbox one release um to which the entire world has gone yeah but what about switch <laughs> oh, which I I get, but I'm Akami's one of those games. I'm, uh, games I'm always happy to play it again on a new format. Is that the one with the dog where you draw stuff? It's a wolf. It's a good game. It's oh, a very good the, game. Uh, I played yeah, the Wii version of that. I know it's not it, the best one, but it was still. It's the it worst really one, is what it is. Yeah. The Wii version. <laughs> <laughs> uh, despite uh, the obvious, like you know, the the painting mechanic making total sense with the Wii remote. Yeah, the the Wii version is infamous because the team who ported it famously were given a copy of the ps2 version and six weeks <laughs> um, they did a pretty good job in that case considering it's, uh, yeah, yeah it's phenomenal that it even exists um but uh yeah so i was a big fan of uh kami hd when it came out on the ps3 they did tons of work um getting everything to look absolutely right um just because it has so many weird sort of uh visual elements and sort of weird stylistic things going on that again weren't properly done in the Wii version um, uh, and they, yes. they made a lot of effort with Akami HD I had, like, I had tweets from people saying oh, well, I hope they don't fuck it up like the PS3 well, I don't I'd fucking I don't know what's wrong with people um, <laughs> you, you probably listen to the show sorry everyone um, I thought yeah I thought Akami HD on the PS3 was, was fucking spot on um, so yeah up for this if it exists Switch version would be amazing but I'm not counting on it um, I, it, it, for me, it's, it, I mean, I've heard this game coming out for various different systems and stuff. So when mm. you hear it's coming out for this, I, I'm kind of like, okay, you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. seem big news. And I, I, I suppose it's not directed at me, isn't it? I've not played yeah. the game and I don't think I've got any interest in it, even though it I've should. It's it basically, why would you not? Cause it's, it's, like a, it's a really game. fucking excellent Zelda game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I did, like, I've just heard loads of people talk about it, and you know, it's one of those things where you kind of like, okay, I'm sure, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm yeah, a bad person. I get person. that. It's like Titanfall Two for me. It's kind of similar to that. <laughs> you fucking yeah. played it though, didn't you? I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Average. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Smash. Um, right. <laughs> so should we just get straight to what we've been playing then? Yeah, as well. Eh? I can't wait to hear from James Farley because I know what he's been playing. And uh, I mean, you've been banging on about the Sonic cycle for a long time. <laughs> Has it come true again? What, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to go straight into Sonic or any of the other stuff? Well, I, I mean, most people would have taken that as a cue to start talking I know, I know. about Sonic. I mean, that's going to build up to it. You know, that is uh... an incredible like lack of understanding of what's going on there, James. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, so I hear you've been playing Sonic. Okay, so what do you want me to do? That's Should I'm I? Saying, do you want me to go straight into it, or all right, I'll just go straight into it. So well done. Ooh, smooth. We could have cut that whole thirty smooth, seconds out. Baby. You still can. You, it doesn't have to. We know the podcast, baby. <laughs> well, you've got a sixth sense for radio, <laughs> James. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Onto the emails. <laughs> Good. I'm gonna. Say, I was just about to say something then about Matt and the alt right, but I won't. Can um, we not? <laughs> Yeah, but to be fair, you have said that you start following that Milo. Yeah, guy. I've unfollowed them all now. I realise they are all wankers. You were definitely right, James. <laughs> Thank you. Go you don't need to listen to Nazis, do they? Anyway, um, Sonic, <laughs> Sonic Mania is uh, it has broken the Sonic cycle, I think. Oh um, shit! And because the thing is, is I mean, I, I haven't played. I've only played it up to about sort of Zone Five, I think, which is not really that far in. I think it's about halfway, but. I, I really think it's going to be one of those games, though, where it's going to continue to be popular, and it's not going to be another one of those like, oh, actually, it's a bit shit. Like later, you know, like how we <laughs> had that with like the Sonic Adventure games, you know, like how Sonic Four Sonic... as well, wasn't it? Like yeah. there were reviews for that, like this is it, guys, it's back, and then it's back. Yeah, it's it's okay. You know, mm. they they've gone back to their roots. It's fine, and it's like actually, no, it was rubbish. It's not very <laughs> good. And I mean, Sonic Adventure is kind of like that, and I know some people really like that, and I did when I first played it. I thought it was it was okay, but it. In retrospect, it's it's terrible. It's not a good game, yeah. but um, this is legit good. It's um, like really is very fun. I mean, it's the remix stage because you know you know how the whole what the whole game how it's put together, Dave. Do you, do you know anything about it? I don't really know. So what it is is it's kind of like it's been put together by fans, hasn't it? As in, oh it's like right, a, okay. pretty much. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a fan project, but obviously they're they're good like programmers and this kind of thing. And it's been, like, Sega sort of basically said, okay, you can do what you want with it, because they'd already been doing, like, ROM hacks and stuff like that. And Also, so Sega, it's... fresh out of ideas. Well, we have tried yeah. everything. Just please. <laughs> we no, were thinking this... about putting retro games on the mobile. So we've been <laughs> working bring on that. Big the cat out again. No, don't. More fish Don't worry, there, there is another shitty 3D one coming after this. Yeah, so yeah I know, they, yeah. They haven't given up. <laughs> still, I mean, what still a going. triumph that would be if this has been getting, like, I mean, I've seen the reviews coming in. You know, essential one, you're a gamer and stuff like that. And then you just see the, what's going to come from the 3D one. Like, I mean, they've li- literally just taken on Sega themselves and fucking bettered them at their own game. Their own game, <laughs> literally, is, <laughs> is fucking hilarious. So, I mean, what it is, is they've, they've taken, like, um, you know, stages from the Mega Drive games and sort of remixed them to the point where, like, you'll start playing and you think, okay, I know this. You know, it's like, it's very, you know, it comes back to you, it's all very familiar. But then there's, like, twists and it's, like, changed and, you know, levels are really, really significantly different, like, as you as you go through them. Mostly because um, they've clearly, like, designed them so that you can play through as, like, Sonic, Tails or Knuckles, and they've all got, like, sort of different abilities. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's um, it sort of, you know, works, works you know, for each, each uh, different character. Um, the thing is, I mean... I think a lot of it will depend, like, whether you enjoy it on whether you enjoy certain, like, types of stages that they've chosen to do this with. I mean, there are, there are new ones as well, but there are certain stages in Sonic games that I really severely dislike, uh, particularly the Casino Night ones. Really? I've, God, they were great, I've never enjoyed they? those. I've always <laughs> hated Casino Night, like, style zones. And also the industrial ones, I've never really enjoyed that much either. I've always preferred the sort of, like, the open, you know, sort of, like, in the mountains, that kind of thing. I find them more visual. Is that a mad like, opinion, Sean? Because weren't the Casino Night um, ones, like, 
fucking yeah, excellent. Yeah, they're, they're pretty fucking iconic. I think for uh, music. Yeah. I, know, I, know. Yeah. I, I, I admit, right, I'm, I'm saying that they're not, I know that they're not bad, it's just that yeah. I don't like the aesthetic. I just, uh, I just don't think it looks nice, and I, yeah, the music always gets on my nerves as well. Have you got a gambling much. problem? And does no, that, like, I, I make don't gamble. Back? That's another thing, I don't do that. It's, um, yeah, it's one of those things I'm not really into, but I don't know. You I just really? Don't like do you do? Sure. You don't do fun. any gambling? No. It's, we've already had this discussion before. Have we? Just yeah. do an acker, James Jesus. Mm. Whack an acker lid. Whack an acker lid. <laughs> Sean's confused. Go on. Yeah. Okay. So it's also like the music has been like remixed as well. So you know, like it starts off, you've got like Green Hill Zone, all that kind of thing, and it all again, all the the yeah, the music, the feelings come flooding back and everything. But then it's kind of twisted, but in a good way. I mean, visually, it's really, really similar to the Mega Drive games, and it looks because I'm playing it on Switch, and it looks, it does look good in handheld mode, but on the TV quite a lot less good because really? yeah because it's like blown up and obviously it's all like pixels and hmm. it you can put filters over it's, it it's like, all pixels sean no it's all like pixelated you know what i mean <laughs> whereas you know you can put sort of filters on they've got like crt filters but they don't look that great i don't think so i don't know i've been preferring playing it in handheld mode it's kind of good but also i mean have you had any problems with handheld mode because you see all those reports about how the handheld mode's fucked on the switch at the moment it's not fucked that's like a complete exaggeration all it is is well, that no, if you there's, there's, there has I think been the headline on IGM was it's fucked. Well, yeah, <laughs> they, they might have said that, but if you then read down what actually the problem is, the problem is that if you press the home button and you're in handheld mode, it takes like a few seconds to respond. Well, no, they um, said that okay. on some machines it doesn't respond at all. Yeah, well, mm. either way, that's not like game. That's not like game breaking. That's irritating. It's system but it's breaking. Not like, well, not it's really. The game it... refu- just refusing to end. Yeah, as long as you don't ever try and stop playing it. <laughs> if your game means that you can't launch to the home, surely that's that is fucked, right? No, no, because no. Okay, my understanding of a game being like fucked would be that you get to a certain stage and you can't go any further or something like that, or it just crashes. This doesn't crash; it continues. It's you know, it's it continues just continues forever. forever, forever though, yeah, <laughs> James. I mean, that means that but you no, can't play any bit, other game. Well, no, because from my experience, from me playing it. I've pressed home, and okay, it takes a few seconds, but then it does it does go back to home. Like on and my... let's face it, right, when I was reading that, I did think, I was the same, I was thinking this is a bit exaggerated, because this is going to get patched well quick. Yeah. That, that, that's going to be gone within like a week or so. I, I've yeah, got no I, I doubt I saw that, that. and like, I saw the headline, and immediately I was like, oh no, is this going to be one of those things where it's like, you know, you can't like go to a certain part of a level or something, or it like crashes or something like that, but it's not, I don't know, I don't think it's that big of a deal. But, I mean, the game also... It is. Go on. It's... Whatever. Either way, it's. I mean, the game also it's surprisingly tough as well. Like after yeah. the first few zones, I really started not to struggle, but it's it's like it's not a walk in the park. It's um, it feels yeah, it feels quite difficult. But one of the best things about it is definitely the bosses, which are fantastic. And there's a lot of like really good surprises, which are like really sort of like fan servicey that they've like put into it. Particularly at the end of zone two, it's it's really. <laughs> What they've done. have you seen that Sean? Like what, what I, done? I haven't. Just I've seen a lot of people saying, "Oh fucking hell, have you done the boss at the end of Zone Two? And just yeah. not wanting to say anything more than that. So yeah, there's a bunch of stuff which is all. There's just so many like callbacks to like earlier games and even the mm. Master System games. There's like callbacks to that, oh, which I thought was pretty cool, which is kind of nice. But um, I mean, uh, the, really, the best thing about the game I found in terms of being feeling a bit more modern is the bosses because they are really creative. Like what they've done with these. 
And it's the only aspect of the game that I feel is kind of much more sort of like, you know, sort of modern day to how, how games are designed now. A lot of the rest of it really sort of slavishly keeps to the original formula. But yeah, I really, I mean, there's bosses at the end of every stage this time as well, rather than just at, um, yeah, right. at the end of, uh, of the second one. So yeah, I actually looked forward to each one because you're just like, I need to figure out how to beat this one. It's, it's less kind of like just hit them. It's like you've got to try and figure out, you know, what the, um, you know, how to sort of best approach it. But it's, I mean, the only thing that I'm not enjoying about it quite so much, and this is something that Andy Hamilton said, and I wish that I hadn't read him saying this, because it kind of drilled into my mind, and now I kind of agree with him, which is I that- usually wish that I never see him say something, <laughs> so I'm with you there, mate. Go on. No, it's, it's the thing about the, like, to, after a couple of stages, a lot of the levels are big. Like, they start to get progressively more sort of massive to the point where they start to feel a lot less focused. And the, I can understand why they've done this. And they've obviously done it because each one has to be designed for each character's playstyle. So there has to be an option for, like, Knuckles so he can, like, you know, climb up walls and stuff like that. And it's fine, but it, I just found that some stages are starting to sort of drag a bit. Like, they're going on sort of five or six minutes, which mm. for a Sonic game just feels a bit long yeah. and sort of takes away the sort of the immediacy of it. And um, but overall, this is really good. Like this is legit good. And uh, have you unlocked any of the multiplayer yet? Uh, yeah, I have. I've yeah, because after you played the multiplayer? it, well, there's there's a com- there's a competitive mode, so you can like sort of race against each other. I think in the same way that you could in Sonic Two. Yeah, mm. I love that. But uh, even even like the crazy slowdown in the forest level, <laughs> it was still fun to like fight the slowdown. <laughs> like yeah. it's gonna happen now, and we both like in slow motion. But yeah, brilliant fun. I played it so much. My sister it was absolutely brilliant. So this, that's that's pretty good. I mean, the, one of the things that I'm not sure about is whether you can play the single player game like you know in multiplayer. You know, like you could do that with Sonic Two. You mm, could yeah. stick another controller in somebody could play as Tails. It was rubbish. Because, I was going to say, was, yeah, <laughs> it was terrible. But my daughter was watching and she wanted to do that. She was like, "Can I play as well?" And I was like, ah, "I kind of wish you could because maybe you, you'd like this." My mm. wife didn't like it, and um, yeah, she had a go, and she wasn't that impressed. But she hasn't um, got any. She hasn't got any what? I'm only here. What has she not fingers? got any? Well, she hasn't fingers. got any Hands. experience of Sonic games at all. Experience. So yeah, she she was not that impressed. She thought it was a bit. She said it was rubbish. But you got this <laughs> right, Matt. Uh, no, um, I'm a massive what? Sega fan. So clearly, I, mean... I bought it. On... No, I've just been busy. Are you fucking kidding me? Is that this today? The... I don't think. I don't think Matt is <laughs> a Sega fan. <laughs> I think he's like a fan Matt who always goes on about Sega and then never buys anything they make. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Matt's the reason that they're they failing. They've <laughs> got a Mega Drive handheld. Nah, I don't got that. The, the, or a new Sonic game? Nah, no, don't worry about that. Look, this only came out today, didn't it? I'm I'm being busy. <laughs> Doing what? You didn't even know when it was out. You just said, when, when is this well, out? today, right? <laughs> today, bro. <right, I laughs> Question think. mark? Yeah. <laughs> Matt, come on. You're letting your Sega fans down. I, I will get it. Just haven't got it yet because, yeah, I'm not a nerd, yeah? <laughs> you're a Sega fan. Of course you're a fucking nerd. You're on day one. Jeez, losers. Um, but it is yeah. good. It's, it's definitely worth, like, compared with everything else that's kind of been released for 25 years, this is, this is really good and absolutely worth playing. I'm uh I do, I I can't wait for Sega to bring their own Sonic game out. It's just like <laughs> you know how you get feeling with developers or in any profession where you you're working on something and then someone's going oh, I could do that better. And you go well you fucking try and do it better then. Let's see how you cope nerds. And then they come out and do a better Sonic game. <laughs> it's just like oh, right, okay. This is published by Sega, isn't it? Uh, 
James? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. It, it's just that Sega sort of you know, brought those guys on because they were, they were killing it in the mod scene. So, still Sega, but yeah. As, as I think it's going to be hilarious that, when the 3D that, one comes out and it's horrendous. I think that that team may be hired to do a complete revamp of Sonic. Um, I mean... The one thing, I think this is terribly shallow, but the one thing that's holding me back from giving this a go is the visual style. Because I just kind of think, wouldn't it have been nice if they completely redone the visuals? Like, yeah, you know, I new know, Super Mario Bros. I will save that for Sonic 5, which I'll, I guess I call it Sonic 5, right? Because Sonic See, 4 did come out. I've got to admit, I kind of agree with you with that. Because, like I said, when you play it on TV, it doesn't look that great because of it all being like sort of blown up. I don't think it looks as good. It would have been nice if they'd have, like, you know, sort of retouched, retouched but it a bit. Is that, is that an issue with the Switch? Like, or would the PS4 version look a lot better? I'm assuming it's the same. I doubt that. Yeah, like, because it's, it's like, pixelated because by, you know, by design, isn't TVs. it? Yeah. Mm. Okay, right. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I, I really can't see myself picking it up unless it comes out in a sale, but I'm glad you're enjoying it, uh, James. I was not expecting that, to be honest with you. Because when I saw either. the positivity yeah. Yeah. coming out, I was expecting you to come on and go, it's shit. You see, it's weird because before the game came out, I kind of suddenly found myself feeling like, actually, this looks really interesting and I'd, I'd quite like to play that. And then it that she did turn out to be really good, and I was, I was kind of surprised. Cause, I uh, bet you were slightly I, angry as well. No, no, well, oh, I've got Sonic Forces to look. No, I've got Sonic Forces to look forward to for for like for the laughs. Mm. You know, it's kind of it's like the mighty, at the end of the Mighty Ducks again. <laughs> I like the way it's like a bargaining thing. He's like, well, I, I'm actually I'm allowed to like this because there's a shit yeah. one on the way later. <laughs> so I should put in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save my bile for that. Yeah, uh, it's, um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be brilliant. It's another two point five D side scrolling, you know, with, but also with three D stuff. But I think it'll be amazing. That's what we Chuck want. a werehog in, and you're away. Yeah. Um, See, that's the other thing. There's no, there's no like shitty friends in this game either, which mm. is, um, which is pretty good. Yeah, Isn't no... Sonic and Tails a shitty friend? Nah, no, it, it, it's Tails and Knox, get... all right. Yeah, there are okay. yeah, It's when on. they started to do like Big the Cat and Amy and all that. And, Big the know. Cat, <laughs> Shadow. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, uh, what else have you been playing? Uh, the only other thing I've played is, well, I've been playing Yakuza, but that's, I can't talk about that yet. But Splatoon is the other game I've been playing, which. Mm, yeah. What's well, that? No, because no, you... I don't want to talk about this at length, because obviously we've talked about it tons, still playing the multiplayer. But I did finish the single player. Which... Oh, man. Uh, I've been playing a lot of single player as well. Okay. Have you, have you finished it yet? I, I'm just, I'm on the final, what, the five worlds, is there? Yeah. Yeah. That's right, it, yeah. it doesn't do that thing where it goes, no. <laughs> no, it doesn't do that. Oh, good. It's, uh... um, ha- yeah, Sean, did it's you finish okay. it? Uh, no, I'm on World 4, and there's a couple of levels that are pissing me off. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> Was it actually... the sniper stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I sort of uh, hate that. I didn't I... mind that too much. I found myself sort of cheesing my way for it if you know what mm. i mean it's not cheesing but you know the in the same way that some of the shrines in um zelda are where yeah. you kind of think ah, i'm not doing this the right way but fuck it no that, that was uh that's the feeling i got from some of the sniper levels mm. i mean i just i just felt that most of the level design in most of the the um in most of the levels is kind of like irritating it's it feels like a sort of an irritating obstacle course which it's not, I don't know, I, don't, I didn't... And also that whole thing about, you know, the way that they force you to use certain guns. Mm. I know that they're doing that because they're trying to train you how to use it or whatever for the multiplayer, yeah. but it's also just really irritating. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> I hated the sniper ones. 
Well, that's the. But the problem is because I thought that at the same time. I was, I, I was kind of like, why is it just forcing me to use guns that I don't particularly want to use? But that's what the basis of the whole level system's about, isn't it? Mm. Like each level is based around things you can only yeah, do with that weapon. So but it's I would kind have of, preferred to have had like the freedom to sort of experiment myself and try and like figure out if I, you know using different weapons to sort yeah, of yeah no know, that's get through. yeah. That, that's a much better fun. idea. But, I mean, the thing is, is the I didn't really like the standard levels that much, but the boss battles are great. Yeah. They, they are really good, and also, again, surprisingly tough, like some of them. I mean, the last one is, it took me... I, it took me a while because I didn't. I'd forgotten that you could upgrade your weapons. And <laughs> oh yeah, they, shit! It takes so they long keep... to earn the points for them, though, doesn't it? It yeah, does. It really that, does. That's another thing which is irritating about it. Actually, is that I I couldn't. That's one of the reasons why I couldn't bring myself to sort of play it anymore. Is because you know it's you. you there's so little sort of reward for it, really. Mm. You know, from that. But like the, in the final level, they give you the like the hero uh, splat gun. You know, the one that's like it looks like a Ned Zapper. Oh yeah, and. Yeah. It's like I started trying to do the final boss with that, and it was nearly impossible. And I was thinking, how am I going to do this? And then it flashed up and said, you might want to upgrade your weapons. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. And then I did, and it was much, much easier. But so, yeah, I just completely forgot you could do that, because I'd kind of written it off, because I'd, I'd initially looked at it and saw how many items you needed, and it was kind of ridiculous. But I know, it's it's good. And my daughter really enjoyed the threadbare story, which is kind of... <laughs> It's really strange. She she's sort of bizarrely really got into the like Callie and Marie backstory, and like <laughs> she just gets asking me questions about it. And I'm like, I don't know. It's, <laughs> don't care. There is but, uh, yeah, <laughs> there is actually quite a bit to the thanks, Dad. <laughs> if you get into all the like the Dead Sea Scrolls or whatever they are, um, like there is actually like a load of backstory to it. But yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I like how I painstakingly try and get into the lore of Blaze and the monster machines, just so I'm on a level with my son. Where would you turn around and go, I don't know, and I don't, don't care. <laughs> I don't, obviously, I don't say it as brutally as that, but, you know, it's yeah, like... Bollocks. <laughs> um, yeah, it's no, I've, I, I, I've noticed that, I mean, Harry is fully obsessed with uh, Splatoon 2 now. Yeah. Um, Oh god, yeah, Sean, it's it's insane. He, <laughs> we were having a water fight around my brother's the other day, and he was mm. running around with his with his like water pistol, shooting at people, saying, "You're blue now." Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say he was just like spraying it at the floor and going, "Yes, I've won." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not quite got there yet. He did have a go at me the other day because um, one of them, one of right, it wasn't gold. But one of the yellow paints looked a bit gold. It was like a mm. yellowy orange thing, mm. and he was it, that was on the other team, and he was mm. really pissed off that my team won because he wanted the gold team to win. I'm like, <laughs> supposed to be supporting me, you punk. Um, but yeah, like you know when he's obsessing over something because when he was playing Mario Kart Eight the other day, he chose the Splatoon boy. Nice, for yeah. The first yeah. Time. What Rachel's been doing? Yeah. She, she changed her profile picture now to one of the Splatoon characters. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh god, that's the next step. I never yeah. even thought of that. Um, but yeah, I just, like, that's a, he didn't even know that that was in the game up until like <laughs> last week. And now he's a, yeah, he's a Splatoon, Splatoon character, Splatoon bike. That's his, that's how he's rolling these days, but. Yeah. Oh, uh, briefly on Splatoon. Um, I've only played like a bit on and off this week, but, um, I did the selfie thing and it was fucking cool. <laughs> oh, mate, what a great idea that <laughs> yeah. was. Did you, did you nick that from someone? Or was yeah, that I a, saw a, a couple Sean of people original? doing it. And I was like, well, surely no one's actually doing it. And then just like looked up the Twitter account. And said, oh, shit, no, they've got like 10 people taking pictures with them and sending them. So, um, yeah, so 
for those who aren't aware so you know in the, in the, the main plaza area you can like do little drawings and messages or whatever and then if people like it'll randomly put other players in your your hub area and then you can see what picture they drew and basically yeah there's this thing of people saying like yeah get a selfie with me and then put their twitter handle in it and then people are just getting screenshots of just the two characters stood next to each other and then tweeting it at the person. And it's just like, it's shit because there's no, it's not like there's like a proper photo mode or anything. It is just literally a screenshot of two characters kind of standing there. But it's just really weird, just like, and really cool seeing your character just appearing in other people's games and then sending them it, sending the thing to you and being like, all right, hiya. It's, it's the one thing that Splatoon does that I hope's in Destiny 2. <laughs> you could just like leave a message yeah. and then when you walk around tower see, see people's like little messages above their head um yeah i don't but i'm still playing it i'm i am mm. still playing it i'm not into it as much as i was uh and at one point i was even considering oh should i just flog this now but um could you still get you know a pretty penny for it mm. but then i'm just like well i can't because every saturday morning now i'm getting shouted at to put splatoon 2 on so <laughs> and i'm quite happy to play that for a bit so we're all good i think that might be here to stay i think it might be here to stay right okay uh anything else james no that's pretty much it okay matt quite a week for me but i have been playing no man's sky perhaps yeah. you've heard of it it's the return it's a return after the six-week ARG uh, that was happening. I've been discussing uh, discussing in my last two or three episodes. Um, they finally announced and dropped the um, long-awaited 1.3 patch, and boy, has it got an awful lot of stuff. Uh, mm. So it now has a 30-hour story campaign. It's got procedurally well, generated we'll missions. Get on to that. <laughs> yeah, we will, we will, but I'll, let me just read the press release. 30 hour story, it's got procedurally generated missions, it's got like a weird multiplayer-like mode where you can see floating orbs of other people on the same planets as you, everyone else starts in the same galaxy, um, I, I, graphically I think it's had a massive overhaul, I think it looks really, really fantastic now, mm. um, planets seem a, a, a lot more varied, there's a lot more things to do, um, again we'll come on to that in a minute. Um, you can also, I can't remember what's officially, officially called, but you can basically interact with the landscape. You can, you can basically use your, use your mining gun to carve out bits of the landscape mm. to build bases, you know, believe the surface and whatnot. Uh, there, there were, there were tons of other, uh, other stuff as well. But, um, yeah, I've been playing for four hours or so of that, of that this, uh, this week and I've been absolutely loving it once again. Uh, Sean, you've also been playing, haven't you? Yeah, I've put a ton of time into it. Yeah, and every time I've been online, I've seen you online too. Uh, James, yeah. have you played it or James is James? dead? James, sorry, sorry, you, no, sorry, you cut out for a second. Oh, did I know? Yeah. Um, have you been playing No Man's Sky this week? Um, I did go back to it actually, and I started playing for about half an hour or so, and then stopped um, because I just thought I don't, I can't, I've got time to get into this at the moment. Mm. But I still have questions about it that I'm just because I heard this whole thing about this thirty-hour long story. Yeah. What is that? Is it? What is it? Is it good or is so it? So it's it it is, but it involves a lot of shitty busy work. Oh, it's busy work. <laughs> the campaign. Yeah. Mm. Um. Like so. Right. So on the one hand, all the the atlas stuff appears to have been basically completely rewritten, from what I can tell. Um. And then on top of that, there's this other storyline that. So basically, you know, it was always a question as to like what you are like whether you're a human or whatever so it's basically the implication is that there's now like you're part of this this race that are just travelers 
Um, and it's all about figuring out why you were made and why you all have this urge to just fuck around the galaxy and, and do whatever. And there are, there are others of you. Um, and it's all about this one guy that sort of appears to have, um, like there's these portals that lead to like other galaxies and stuff. And he's, he's gone through one and then sort of disappeared and he's like caught between dimensions or something. And basically it's this, uh, like when it comes to science fiction, I generally prefer science fiction that like has sort of quite set rules because otherwise you can just write whatever you want and come up with convenient excuses for things. And that tends to lead to quite sloppy writing. But this is like, it's so far in the realms of just constant unfathomable shit happening that it's kind of just kind of sort of gets away with it. Like this is <laughs> like, cause it's just banging on about just constant weird interdimensional stuff. Um, mm-hmm. that it's just like, yes, yeah, all right. <laughs> like it's just mad. Um, you, so you start like the, the idea is you're getting your head around using these portals. And I gather that by the time, you know, these 30 hours are up, um, you can, these are things that you can just use and you can get around to other galaxies, which apparently are like markedly different from the opening galaxy, um, which is basically all we've seen so far. Um, but yeah, there's like a couple of bits where you, you like, well, like when you go through a portal for the first time and loads of weird shit happens and it's really cool. Like it's, it's genuinely very good, but it's interspersed with go and collect some stuff, go and speak to this guy. Oh, you spoke to that guy, but he won't speak to you because your standing with his race isn't high enough regardless of whatever it currently is. Go to a space station and get some missions from a guy and, and do some missions to raise your standing. Oh, and by the way, half the missions are just take an item to someone or destroy some sentinels. And what that, would they have done that could have improved that? Because well, wasn't, right? wasn't because, that the basic mechanic of the game anyway? Was just fucking yeah, walking around, but and it and it's just sort of like, but they, but they were never like that was never the the interesting bit, and it just seems more pronounced now that it's set alongside like actual occasional sort of scripted story bits. Mm. That makes sense. Uh, it just it's a bit more stark now, um, but yeah, like generally. This is an improvement. I've had a couple of bugs, which is upsetting. Um, like it, d- it takes you on a whole quest line to like set your base up. And long story short, I, because I'm awkward, decided to move my base to another planet. And then like one of the sort of base building objectives is still pointing at the old planet and the rest are pointing at the new one. So that's sort of broken. I'm hoping they'll fix it. But have you checked to see if that's like a known issue? I haven't. I probably should. Yeah, you I, can't, I can't imagine I'm the only one who's who's run into it. Um, no, that, that, that there are absolutely tons of other bugs that people have been uh, oh, really? discovering and whatnot. So okay. um, no doubt that's one of a huge proportion of them. But yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's yeah, like the that joy of exploring hasn't gone. A lot of the planets are still a bit boring, but they do look a lot nicer. As Matt was saying, like just the the lighting and stuff is just fucking brilliant now. Um, like I've been messing around. There's like a, a fully featured photo mode now, which oh, like literally so good. It's so good. Like it's as well as having like you know sort of depth of field uh, effects and stuff like that. Like you can change the time of day by sort of changing a little clock, or you can literally just point in a direction and go, yeah, put the sun there. <laughs> and like you can just click and just move the sun around wherever you want and stuff like that. That's really cool. Um, 
I've been like getting into scraps with, you know, sometimes you'll find like, um, like a load of trade ships or fr- freighters. Um, and they're being attacked by pirates. I never used to do those because I always seemed to hit the freighter by accident and then instantly the freighter would turn on you and then you just get destroyed. That doesn't seem to happen anymore. Um, so I'm actually getting involved with those and then it's like, and then you get invited onto the freighter and you go and meet the captain. He's like, yeah, I have some fucking money. Um, it's also really cool because now yeah. you can actually see crash, crash freighters on planets. So you see yeah. like huge structures, a bit like the, the, um, Force Awakens trailer where you see yes. like huge. Yeah. And it was, oh, it's just, it's just great to see. Yeah. On, that, on they're, they're really it, good. It's so much more varied. I mean, I've only been, so I obviously a few episodes ago, I said that I, I deleted my previous save and I started again. Uh, again, mm. my, the people I, I talked about, No Man's Sky, say you should delete your save again. But I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Cause, but apparently now it starts with loads of extra questions. Did you start your save again, Sean? Uh, I did. Yeah. So does, did, did the start feel much different? Apparently it asks you questions about the Atlas or something else. I can't, yeah. I can't yeah, I didn't really know what the answers were, were achieving, if anything. Um, yeah, cause all the questions are quite vague, which again yeah. sort of contributes to this weird sort of tone that it has, which I do like. But yeah, I don't know if those, like me answering those questions changed anything the, at all. The entire ARG was, was like that really. There's okay. through those questions and, and that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't start again. Um, but it, so even I've only done uh, three or four jumps, but, and the mm. platinum one now, it looks absolutely gorgeous. I mean, and mm-hmm. it, for the first, last few weeks I've been playing, you know, it's, I wanted to play to get back into No Man's Sky and obviously because mm-hmm. of the, the ARG, but the planet, the, the, just this first planet I'm on. In fact, I think I might have been on it previously, but now it looks and feels so different. I want to stay there i want to build my base there mm. i love exploring yes it's lots of busy work and you know plenty of people listening to this might think well, that that sounds shit but i like the fact that in the distance i can see now you see little sort of containers a lot on the ground and you go mm. over there and you, you know anything in inverted commas could be in those containers it's chances are it's just materials and stuff mm. um and i, I some of the work was saying either oh, they play it and they just got pissed off because um, some of these containers, when you go to open them, there's like some rusted material on them. So you can yeah. either, like take the rusted material or discard it just to open it. So he, he's like, it's just busy work to open yeah. a- another thing, which is more busy work. But it, it doesn't bother me, at least hasn't bothered mm. me yet. But I like the fact there's lots of things dotted around now. I've like crash, crash freighters, crash ships. It feels like it's always something cool or structure or something in, in your, in your vision, in, in your, if you look across the landscape, at least on the planet I'm on now, uh, mm. the missions are very much here. Go here, collect this, build this, jump here. But, um, for the time being, at least I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And it's just, it's just really fantastic and really fun to be back in that, that universe. Mm. I mean, that, that literal universe. Did the ARG stuff like, did it play into the game at all? Was what, was there any connection? We, well, uh, it, so uh, um, at one point, uh, um, the the portal started appearing, and then th- that connected to the ARG. There's also in certain people's games, they had to go to certain locations, and I believe there was a code or something. So it did link to the actual game. Um, uh, so yeah, yeah, it, it did that, and obviously um, they also announced that they're sending out ten thousand physical Atlas level four passes. I think I'm on that list, but I haven't made it clear. So who knows? And no one knows what those those physical passes will do uh, to the game. Um, I assume they will do something. I guess they could just be like a nice little trinket or, or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it feels like there's so so much mystery around the game now, yeah. partly because of the ARG, partly because of the story that's interwoven within this now. But yeah, I like my, um, when I first 
started when I first started playing game a year ago, it was you know, it was I'm glad I played it and it was it was cool and it was quite enjoyable. But now it feels like a totally different game and you know, so many people listen to this, uh, and people not listen to this, of course. We've probably just discounted No Man's Sky saying, oh, it's a total, it's a failure, it's a joke, it's, you know, it's, it, it bombed, whatever. But th- they've had a year and they've done a lot to it. Mm. And, um, I, I, I'm really thankful that I have. I mean, I, you know, everyone could talk about Destiny's year one and that was a, <laughs> a mess for loads of different reasons, but they worked with it and there's the community feedback and got it into a really fantastic place. And obviously Destiny was, it's a totally different game, of course, but I'm glad that No Man's Sky is, the team there doing the same thing. Mm. I just, I just don't think many people are going to say, "Oh, brilliant!" Well, it's been a year, but so I'm happy. It's a good game now. Or whatever. I just think it, it's not like other games where they're happy that the communities we listen to and changes are being made. I think for many people, this will always just be a failure or a joke of a game, uh, which is really a shame now. A really big mm. shame because I think it's doing some really, really great things. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, and you got to remember as well with like with something like Destiny. Like, obviously, that was. That was always bankrolled to be like a nine, ten year thing. So they had to win people over after the first, you know, when the first year went the way it did. With No Man's Sky, they could have just taken the money and just gone, right, we're off. <laughs> Break up the company somewhere and be like, hey, I'm rich now. Fuck you. Yeah, let's make another Joe <laughs> Danger. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, they were never going to do that, but they could have. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, no, especially oh, after Sony chucked him under the bus. Yeah, exactly. Indie developers um, and, oh, and God, whatnot. yeah, I'd forgotten about you know, that. That I was horrible, considering wasn't that, it? Like, yeah. They've just started their guns. They've made big uh, big updates uh, along the way. And now this, mm. is, now this has come. And it feels like there's so much more to, still to come. I mean, n- not mm. that they tease that, but I don't know. It, they obviously put a shitload of work into that ARG, which they didn't need to do. But they did mm. that to get the community revved up, to build the community spirit back up, it seems. And, you know... It, I mean, particularly obviously on subreddit, everyone's now to a place where everyone's super happy. There's loads of people coming back saying, I'm going to play this again. Generally, all the stuff on the update and the ARG has been really super positive. And it's not the sort of really toxic, you know, argumentative, horrible place that, that subreddit was particularly. It got it's so bad it got shut down at one point. Um, mm. But, you know, it, the sense in the community is that it's really positive and excited to see what happens next. Uh, wherever we are, wherever there is going to be, a, you know, where there is like a three or four or five year plan, who knows? And, you know, uh, it's not like Destiny where there was like a, an annual sort of revenue coming in, not not mm. to be microtransactions, but with the monthly DLCs and in this case Destiny 2, so they can do that. And I know I shouldn't be comparing two games, but mm. it's just that their, their first years were, were so poor compared to what, what happened later. But, yeah, yeah, but I'd say Destiny's first year was a lot better than uh, No Man's Skies. Yeah, and mm. it, I, I shouldn't be comparing, I know, but... um yeah, it, I, I hope there's more to come, and um, and I hope I keep playing this because I, I, in fact, I, I wish I wanted to have time off work just to play this. I, I'm, I'm too busy to do it right now, but it, I want to just really get engrossed and play hours of it. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've been loving it so far. It's it's very easy to put a lot of time in, which I think is why, again, the the busy work thing, like to an extent, it's fine, <laughs> like because it is just the game, you know, and you and you sort you start to develop a knowledge of like what materials you need for certain things for your, your suit or your ship or whatever. But it's just occasionally, like you'll get in your ship or whatever, and your your launch thrusters haven't got any power, and you're like, oh right, yeah, I just need plutonium. Fuck, I haven't got any plutonium. So you hop out. You know, okay, I'll just do a scan and find some, and then I'll be on my way. And you do the scan, and there isn't any plutonium. 
and suddenly you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, that, like, that does get <laughs> annoying. It's like, yeah, like, and it's like suddenly you get this awareness, oh, fuck me, I've been playing this for like four hours and I've just, now I've just got to walk in, I've just got to pick a direction and walk and just keep scanning and hope I find this one randomly generated resource. And so that's still great. But yeah, if you can, like, if you just, like obviously you have like your home planet and you sort of you know you pick one you really like and because you're always going to be going back to it but if you like as long as you just keep moving and don't allow yourself like don't allow it to get stale and just yeah it 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 does work it's just the home planet thing is weird because the like I said the planet one now I love it I, mm. I want to stay there I want to build a plate want to build like a, a base there but you mm. can also move your base but also yeah. the game is always about moving. I mean, even if you ignore the story, you want to keep exploring other things. So it's weird. It's not, mm. is there any benefit really to having a home planet other than the things that the base allows you, like farming? And I presume those are the benefits, I right? I think, yeah. Like, I think it, it basically it gets to a point where it can be like producing materials and, and upgrades and equipment and stuff for you. But I, like, I've never got that far with the base building stuff. Um, isn't that like that apparently there's like clan stuff in it now? I've no idea how you even unlock that. And apparently you can have like a clan base and people like you never see each other in it properly, but you can you can have like a little shared um base and stuff. But yeah, mm. like I know what you mean. It's, it does sort of feel like it's cool that it's there, but it doesn't necessarily feel essential. Like it's yeah. weird so yeah, like once you've built a base for everyone else's sake, once you've built a base, you can every space station you go to has a portal that you can go in and warps you straight back to your base. And then from the base, you can warp straight back to whichever last station you were at. So you've always, you can always just, like, it doesn't matter how far you travel, you can always get back, which is good, obviously, because otherwise you would just leave your base behind. Oh, I'm never going there again because it costs resources to get around. But it, it, and it's cool because it gives you this, you get an idea of how big the universe is <laughs> rather than just going planet to planet to planet and just not really giving a shit. You yeah, can, still, it, you can it, then it look at a map. It's so disposable and, initially. Yeah, it? whereas now it's like you can look at a map and be like, oh shit, my base is over there and that's fucking years away now. <laughs> and there's something, like suddenly you start getting a sense of scale that wasn't there before. Yeah. Which, even though it's literally I, I just like that. here are two points on a map, you know. So I like it. Yeah. But. In terms of the multiplayer, like I mentioned earlier, so basically there's these things that they've called glitches. I, mean, I presume mm. that's just still playing into the sort of mystery around the mm. arc and, and whatnot. But basically these glitches uh, allow up to 16 players to see each other, but you're, they're just represented by these glowing orbs that bounce around. But mm. if you're in close proximity, you can talk over, uh, over oh, right. I guess, well, it says you can communicate via, via VoIP when in close proximity. So I presume it's just your mic and whatnot. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, the comment from Hello Games is that while interaction with others is currently very limited, it's an important first step into the world of the synchronous co-op in No Man's Sky. So it's a bit, bit weird that a year on. in they're still talking about first steps, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. Who cares? I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the idea of you know being able to visit visit planets and explore together is is cool. But um, yeah, yeah, uh, No Man's Sky is great. I I I liked it before and I I love it more now. It looks gorgeous. It sounds gorgeous. I just that feeling of exploration and yeah. setting on new planets is, is absolutely fantastic and, and the soundtrack so much, I, as well played, man holy oh, shit yeah, you, you forget actually, there's new tracks <laughs> is there now there's new tracks from there, there are, I was going to ask if you if you knew because I've definitely yeah, been hearing is, things yeah. and I'm thinking like I don't recall this yeah um, I don't know how many but they said that there's new music uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. time and it's proper good yeah um, 
Yeah, I love it. I wish some more people were playing it, but it's, uh, I think a lot of people, it's just, it's already, it's already gone for them, but, uh. Isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's been game. like a tenner in a PSN sale, hasn't it? Yeah, I think it was eight quid at one point recently, Fuck. but, um. I mean, it, yeah. it's totally worth that. If you, if you're on the fence and you like, maybe you, you know, played it a bit a year ago and sort of enjoyed it, but then traded it in or whatever. Uh, I, definitely I do wish I had this digitally. I, yeah. I, I've got on discount and like the idea, of, the idea of just quickly jumping in and quickly like going from plant to another. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, if it was super cheap again digitally, I might, might get it because yeah, uh, yeah. it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, one more question, but have they done much to the animals and the looks of the animals themselves? <laughs> well, it, well, nah. This was, I, I, I mean, this was actually improved in, in a previous patch, but mm. the, I mean, I don't know what you, what you think, Sean, and, and ju- judging from that tone, I'm going to assume you think <laughs> it's not too positive, but um, the way the algorithm has worked, and I've mentioned this certainly last episode or the week before, but it feels like they, they're much more designed now and, and also much more varied. Uh, Sean, you're going to say the opposite, I presume. They, no, they're, they're, they are, yeah, they're, they're, it's definitely been an improvement. Just, I'm still getting ones with like tiny, tiny heads and giant bodies and, and just, I don't know, just stuff that looks kind of funny and weird. <laughs> but but it's not like I mean that never ruined my enjoyment of it anyway I don't think it was always alright I think that, that. I, it did a little for me because yeah. I, I, I wanted to see new species and all that sort of stuff and yeah. it just felt like it was a dice roll more than yeah. anything I never saw a creature that I thought oh that works as a physical <laughs> being yeah. they were always like oh, why but Why the, the creatures now, I mean, so pre 1.3 patch, I said that I felt like the algorithm was improved and it felt like they're a bit more designed. But I've seen pictures since 1.3 on Reddit where the, there's some creatures are absolutely massive, like mm. 50, 100 feet tall creatures. I haven't seen mm. those yet myself, but I think, I feel like there's, there's a lot to see now in this game. And also there's proper, you know, ma- huge mountains rather than just some mounds here and there that look slightly different. Yeah, uh, they are. M- much more varied landscapes and much more, and the landscapes that feel a bit more real rather than just the algorithm spinning the dice, what's coming yeah. out of that. Um, it's such yeah. a weird thing. I don't know if you get this, Matt. Like when you, you jump in between planets, the ones that are the most stunning are the ones that just kind of look like Earth. Oh, my, I was about, yeah. The, <laughs> the planet I'm on now, it looks amazing because it's got green grass. It's yeah. got little, little rivers. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think you're right there. Maybe mm. because we can because they're not so abstract and yeah possibly. yeah I don't know. but also um well oh yeah so it's got a pro- I, I don't remember have it probably did happen before but i never realized it but now it's got a proper day night cycle yes did this, was this in before I, yeah it was I always there yeah okay but anyway it, it, that the, the, that seems really pronounced and yeah. suddenly like, oh wow it's night time now and then particularly on some of the plants i've i've seen since you know they're it feels like what well, the, the one I'm on now. It, it feels quite neon in that suddenly, even when it's nighttime, there's I feel like I see lots of bright lights and mm. lots of really vibrant colours from mm. the foliage and, and animals and whatnot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like you can get is, um, like you can get some planets that like during the day the temperature might be all right, but then at night it's freezing, or like during the day it's too hot, but then at night it's absolutely fine. <laughs> so it's like depending on sort of the temperature of the planet, there are somewhere it's like nighttime is when you go out. Or it's when you have to like stay somewhere and hide, which is yeah. cool. But, but if I was listening to this and you, you maybe enjoyed it a bit, but you weren't mega fast, I'll, I'll definitely recommend giving it a go if you see it cheap or something online or, or mm. in CX. Have you still got I, it, David? Did I you will sell it? definitely boot it up at some point. I think just yeah. to see. Yeah, it, see it's, what it's like a twelve gig download, so do it the night or so before <laughs> you want to play. It. Yeah. Now, mate, let's sort it now and take me. Yeah, yeah, it's on social media, maybe fine. Sorted. 
Oh, uh, Dave, you get a, oh, you, you're going to say the same thing, no, aren't no, you? No, no, yeah. yeah, in Destiny 2, you get an exclusive Virgin Media Sparrow, you lucky fuck. Oh, I yeah, did mate. see that. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, I'm, I'm changing buzzing. my ISP now, so... <laughs> This is what makes me laugh, is that these things are supposed to be exclusive to try and, you know, market different products. But when there's pretty much exclusivity for anything, it kind of loses its edge a bit. Hey, it's gone from, oh my god, I might get that because I want to get this exclusive thing to, right, okay, what? of my services do i get like it's just so fucking bizarre the way they're doing it do you yeah, know what? pancakes I mean, I mean, drink pancakes like... right i have a free fucking thing yeah i was like i wonder if i should get a rockstar can and look down at my trolley with like bread crisps milk and all of them had destiny exclusive things like brilliant <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> send me skin free skin free skin but i do seriously want to buy some rockstar energy so uh, why not Okay, cool. Right. Um, is that it for this week, Matt? I mean, I'm I'm heavily, heavily addicted and back into Fire Emblem Heroes. I, I've been saving up 270-odd orbs. I spunk them all <laughs> in this Hero Fest with old and new heroes. <laughs> Got a whole new team. It's brilliant. I'm, I'm oh, so good. It, honestly, that game never left my home screen. Uh, it was always there every day for a check. But now, yeah, can I play I, it a lot. It's, can I say one observation? Hear me. You spoke about this game a lot, right? And even now, you've you've returned to it, and you're heavily addicted to that. Don't actually talk about playing the game, Matt. You talk it's about... about just collecting crap. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah it's, it's about upgrading your your people. It's about collecting orbs, doing daily missions. I mean, the game itself the is super game, simple. But the game itself is like you know, it's like that turn-based strategy grid with your various people and their abilities. Um, and there's loads of new like uh, little challenges now where you've got maybe you, you you've got the same four people and uh, you got to go through seven maps and the, your HP doesn't renew after each one. So yeah, um, loads of great modes. Um, obviously, no one no one's really going to play it, but what a game! What a game! No, it just it sounds does it, like does the HP renew if you pay money, Matt? Ooh, so. ooh, cutting satire. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> Uh, right, okay. Uh, who hasn't gone? Sean, go on. Uh, no, just No Man's Sky. That's cool. it. All right, Dave, you'll go. David. Sonic. Do I do Sonic? I have been Platoon? playing. Well, there's two games I've been playing. It quickly, I played uh, Banjo Kazooie on stream, James. Are you proud of me? I was really pleased, and I, I watched some of that actually. I thought you did a fantastic job. It I was, do uh... not agree. I watched some of it back, and it was just me swearing a lot. Um, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was no heavy rain stream. I, I mean, the, you just the, I, I've said it before. I said it again. There's just no comparison. You, <laughs> I don't even know how you do it. James has set the bar too high now. He has. I don't yeah, understand this like, at all. Not be as good, it, is it? It was fine. No. Now we're good. Eh? Um, yeah, I've, there was quite a few people saying, "How the fuck do you remember this stuff?" I don't remember. It's weird. It's like a. I suppose. I don't know, a net is the best way to describe it because there's loads of little bits that I was like, oh my God, how did I remember? Like, I was running past a rock and I went, hold on, there's a mumbo token behind that. Pop round there, there was a mumbo token behind <laughs> it. And then there was stuff like, I saw a pool of water and I, I thought, there's definitely a jiggy at the bottom of that. No, there's not. That's really weird. In my head, there's a jiggy at the bottom of that. And then there was a pool of water next to it and it was at the bottom of that one. I was like, fuck, I really am remembering stuff. <laughs> and then there's stuff that just isn't in my head. Like, 
I remember this always being a problem. I couldn't remember where the actual entrances to the levels were. And if for some reason they're all just in different places in my head. So when I'm going to them, I'm like, how do I get to that again? Um, but I think, I don't know. I proved that I played that game a lot, I guess. A lot of people in the chat were going, actually, yeah, you seem to know this game pretty well. <laughs> and I'm like, well, 25 times, mate. It's um, funny because you sort of, like, because that'll, that'll be sort of 70% actually remembering it. And then 30% will just be like the time you've spent with it. You've just sort of, you, you know, you, you just sort of start to get like the designer's ethos yeah. or their, yeah, sort of, yeah, their approach. Totally. To it. And it's not that, not necessarily that you're always remembering things, but you just clock that like, well, hang on, they wouldn't have put that there if there wasn't something behind it or they wouldn't, you know. And you oh, sort of yeah, get absolutely. in tune with it, and don't the, you? Like, and the ethos with uh, Banjo Kazooie is that if there's something, there's something behind it. I mean, <laughs> even, like I said, though, you go back into uh, Banjo's house at the start, and mm. I, I was thinking, there's definitely something here. Like, there's definitely something in this room. And there was one of those trophies where it was like an extra life or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, shit. It's just, the, I mean, that's it with Banjo. It was such a collectathon mm. that pretty much every nook and cranny has got something. To collect in it, you know. So, Dave, how did you feel the game holds up, though? Like, do you still I feel- still love it? I still think it is absolutely brilliant. I mean, the controls are probably worse than I remember. Hmm. Um, I think p- that's that's genuinely partly down to it being played on an Xbox Xbox pad because th- that Z button was so prominent on the on the uh, N64 one. You know, you had one button by your left index finger, not two plus two on your on your right you know it's so i was doing a lot of moves but i was fucking it up a bit um and the way that pad was let uh laid out as well it was essentially two buttons uh and then you had the c buttons just above it for the camera so you were really focusing on two buttons plus the l l and z but uh, the r and z button whereas on this it's a little bit more confusing because they're scattered across the pad um but I, I still, I love the humour. I still think it looks great. Um, obviously, there are limitations. The funniest was when you stand at the top of uh, at the first level on the mountain and you look at the skybox and it is like they just haven't bothered. It's just, oh, I'll just put some blue there and a cloud. Just a cloud or no, just make it look really shit. <laughs> just make the shittest cloud you can and whack it on there. Fuck them. Um, that's the, you know, there's all that, but it doesn't matter. Like the gameplay idea, the idea behind the game was genius. And the fact that really the only competition or the only thing to compare it to when it came out was Mario 64 and what they took, but like Mario 64 is a classic, no doubt, but how they expanded on that so quickly after Mario 64 came out. Like, it must have been so easy to just go, you know what Mario 64 did? Let's just do that. And they didn't do that. Like, they added so much to the concept that, uh, and it and it absolutely nails everything it does. It's, they, uh, of course, there are some, you know, nitpicky things about it, but they're so of their time. You know, like, um, accidentally missing ledges and stuff like that. You don't get that so much in, in modern day 3D platformers. Uh, on, on, um, Banjo Kazooie, just don't give a fuck. It goes, yeah, there you go. <laughs> You've fallen off. Go climb up again. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, you know, I, I, oh, that was it. Jesus. On the second level, the shark in the water, just completely unforgivable in this day and age. <laughs> it's just, you go into some water and, do, 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 and then you just get bitten, lose a bit of health. And it's just like, oh, fuck's sake. It's just frustrating more than anything else. But again, totally of its time. 
Um, I think it's a, I, I still think it's a classic. Uh, and, you know, I prefer it to Mario 64. And I hope, I hold Mario 64 oh, in so very funny. high. That's regard. a funny statement to make, Dave. Yeah, so. I, I still, I, see, I, I really like Banjo and I, I played it quite recent not re- about maybe about a year ago with with Rachel and she really liked it as well and it it does I think I agree I think it does still hold up I mean Banjo Tooie I I did you ever play that because I I played <laughs> no I didn't believe it or not <laughs> see um... I played it and I I hated it I really didn't like it at all because they you know they had like massive levels and it was it was really confusing about where you were supposed to go and all that kind of stuff but Banjo felt like exactly everything with that game felt like spot on like but. I don't know. I still think Mario sixty four is better. It's, it's yeah. Still... I'm, not, I'm not saying that this is necessarily a better game, but I do yeah, prefer. But it is it. a personal I, preference I, thing, and it? yeah, it's it like, totally you know, is. It, you know, it's it's. Um, I do, and I think you'll find that there's there's quite a few people that probably liked it um, more. I don't think it's as mm-hmm. controversial as opinion as you might think. Yeah, um, there are people that just like because because Mario sixty four was. And it, it, I have to keep saying this, it was fantastic, obviously. Um, you know, the humour with Banjo and, you know, the characters were just, just so special. You know, the, the, the character, the characterization in the Mario 64 games, there was nothing there really other than, uh, it's, was that, was that that's, so, that's unfair to say because it was all in the animation, but, there wasn't anything deeper than these are these characters doing these. The only thing you can really compare it to is these Disney style things across this world. You know, you, um, you did care about the penguin and his baby, like, uh, and her baby. There's no doubt about that. But bottles and banjo and kazooie, when they're all firing on all cylinders, it's fucking genuinely really fun to read and, and sort of just get the character. Cause you know that kazooie's a narky little shit. And you know, Banjo is pretty much just the vessel throughout the whole thing, but it's the characters around him interacting with each other. I just really like, uh, yeah, I just so good. I mean, yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna play any more? Are you gonna possibly? I'm playing something else at the moment, so I, if I get the chance to go back to it, I will. I would quite like to finish it again, but um, we'll see. I've taken down all the, the notes about the uh, uh, what the fairies say to you throughout the game for the final. So I'm, I'm back up for it. That was another thing as well. Like to finish it on that quiz. It's just so good. That little game show at the end, it's just so out of left field and not what anything was doing at the time. There wasn't a big boss at the end that you're battling away at. You're playing a game show. It's just really clever. I love it. Um, yeah. So I played that. I haven't really got too much else to say about what I've already said more than I thought I would. I've been playing the Agents of Mayhem, the new Deep Ooh. Silver game, uh, which is a spin-off of Saints Row, I guess, is what it's people are describing it I as. mean, it's, isn't it... So, presumably, they lost the license, but they just wanted to make it... I don't think they up. have. Oh, okay. Because there's characters oh, no from Saints Row in it. They're oh, okay. using They're using Saints Row um, imagery in it all okay. the time. Like, right. the, the... You know that sort of... The scout symbol. I don't know what you call it. But that's used all over the Saints games. That's yeah. the the icon for this game as well. Yeah. Um, and that's what that's my general feeling for, towards this. I've I've put in about three to four hours, so I'm still relatively early on. I think um, the concept is 
let's make a Saints Row game, let's make it more of an RPG. So you're building a team, mm. you're levelling them up, you're picking who you want to take out. Like, I mean, you notice it instantly when you're firing at characters and there's numbers coming off them and stuff right. like that. Um, there's, it's The idea is that you're no longer part of the Saints crime crew or whatever. You're superheroes and uh, you've all got your own abilities. You start out with free you take on it. You take out a team of three with you. Um, you don't see the other two characters as you're running around. You just walk between them. So you sort of press left and right on the D pad, and you mm. suddenly morph into one of the other agents. Oh, um, yeah. Each have their own abilities, their own characters. You know, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then as you you sort of start to build your t- team with different agents as you play through the game and then you start swapping people out because you prefer someone else uh, and stuff like that and yeah that's it you sort of warp in and out of the open world thing but it feels more like a destiny open world rather than uh, I'm pretty sure it's an open world where you can go anywhere Mm. but you've got a base and you walk to that you do all your stuff like leveling up and then you walk back into that open open world and to do specifically do a mission and then you come back and there's a little bit of story here and there. I, th- my overall feeling from this so far is that it's one of the most confusing games I've ever played. And the reason being is that I don't... Right, this is the only way I can describe this. And I don't like saying this because I think it's it's an, it's a terrible thing to say. I think it's disrespectful to the people that worked on it and everything. But I don't know why it exists. And <laughs> what I mean by that is that... I don't know what it's aimed at. I don't know yeah. who it's going for. When I initially loaded it up, it shows you a sort of cartoon intro, beautifully animated. Um, and you're sitting there going, ah, I see what they're going for. This is a Saints Row game for kids, essentially. Although it's got guns in it, the humour of Saints Row has been stripped out. You know, the the whole prostitutes and mm. you know, saving prostitutes from crates and, you know, uh, the sexual stuff, or the dildos and all that sort yeah, of shit yeah, is yeah. gone. And they've stripped that clean and said, okay, let's put out something that can appeal to a younger audience a little bit. That's you know? such a shame because it's the dildos that's really keeping me playing Saints Row. Well, this is it. And I mean, there was a, a lot of people complaining about that sort of humour in the Saints game. Um, and I'm not on board with that because it always felt like I've played all of them, I think, apart from, well, you know, I did, I barely played one, but I, I did, um, I did play it. The, and, and that didn't really have that same sort of thrust of humor behind it anyway. Thrust. Um, you know what I mean? It, that, that wasn't the main thing. I mean, they turned into sort of carry on games basically. Mm. Uh, and if I had the feeling with all of that, sort of sexual humour and all that sort of stuff in it it kind of felt like it was laughing at games and the way it treats sexuality and stuff like that at that point um, that's how that's the sort of feeling I mean I don't think they were genuinely saying prostitutes deserve to be in crates and you deserve to save them you know um, it was more like look around you this is what's happening in games that's the feeling I got anyway Um so as I was playing this, I was thinking, okay, it's stripping that clean now and it's presenting a more sort of younger audience sort of game. And then like the effing and jeffing starts, like it is, <laughs> it's just the swearing just comes out of nowhere and it kind of hits you because you're kind of like, I've just watched a cartoon. I've just watched a little bit of like friendly banter. Where has this come from? Now, now I'm confused. Are they expecting adults to get behind the wacky inflated superhero stuff behind it? Because I'm not 100% sure they will. I don't really know what's setting this apart from Saints Row other than 
the Saints not being in it, um, which, as I gather, apparently they are a little bit later anyway. So it's kind of like, I don't know so what the, they're going for. Yeah, Is it's, it in any way funny at all? Like I've laughed several times. And okay. um, this is the other thing uh, as well. So with each character, there's a personality, obviously. Uh, the three you start with, um, uh, you know, there's a guy who's a shotgun kind of, he's not brainless, but he's sort of, straight out of like a you know a black character in a a poor action film but more of a satire than sort of just offensive if you know what i mean and quite lovable some of the stuff he comes out with is is fucking good um uh, there's uh hollywood is the sort of main character and sort of been the main sort of focused character uh he's clearly the best and the one that they've put the most time into because he's a action hero from the films uh, that's become a superhero uh, and he's, he's just full of ego. He's not listening to what anyone says. Uh, and some of the stuff he comes out with is just very funny. There's this whole thing like it's, they've got a Uranus joke where one of the evil guys is trying to take over a planet and he keeps asking if it's Uranus. And at first you go, you roll your eyes and go, Oh, it's a Uranus joke. I'm 12 again. You know, maybe even I'm eight again, you know, listen to Saints Row the third again. <laughs> I'm playing Saints Row the third again. But then he keeps doing it and it gets to the point where he's like, actually that's well played. Cause now it's funny. Now it's funny. <laughs> right. Cause the jokes on him, if you know what I mean, it's weird. And then some of the other characters that come along, they all seem a bit overwatchy cliche, a mm. uh, little bit, you know, sort of stereotypes type, but never, cross the line if you know what i mean um so I, I the only problem that i've got is that when i'm playing a section i sometimes i'm hearing what my character's responding to that situation and kind of wish i switched to another one to hear what they had to say about it in that in at that point right so and you're constantly it, missing out on what your other two characters might have it feels like yeah. that yeah and there's certainly characters that you don't give a shit about like yeah that you kind of like, actually, I don't really mind that they're not in this scene. Um, but there's still somewhere it's like, actually, I, I wish I switched to them at this point. And yeah, that gets a little bit frustrating. Um, and because there's a lot of switching of characters, you never really feel that you genuinely start to like one mm. as much as I'm liking Hollywood. I'm kind of like, actually he's I can't really get into him because there's, Another one that I need to switch to for this action bit, and I'm missing. You know, he takes a back seat during that bit, and it's weird. It feels unfocused. Um, and the weirdest thing that you know covers this whole game is that it's all about free characters with free abilities that you constantly switch between, and there's no co-op. It's single player only. And even oh. you know the Saints Row games had co-op play. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking great. It's, yeah. it's really good fun. But this is just. You've just got the, you know, it's just you. And mm. you just kind of think, I could understand the amount of characters they put in this if it's all going on at once. Why isn't it? <laughs> it's yeah. just bizarre. Um, but there's no getting around the fact that it's quite fun to play. Mm. Um, the only issues that I've really had is that the frame, the frame rate is fucking shit for what it looks like. Mm. Cause it's, it's stylized. It feels a lot like Crackdown. Um, you know, it's got that sort of cartoony comic book sort of filter over it. Um, but 
that doesn't help the frame rate at any point. It still chugs quite badly, uh, quite regularly. And even at, when it's running at what I assume is 30 frames, I was never, a, oh, I can't believe this is 30 frames. It needs to be 60 sort of guy. But I said when we were playing Splatoon, actually, when you go back into the town after experiencing 60 frames for so long, you go back into the town and you're walking around, you're like, oh, it's, fuck, that's really noticeable actually, isn't it? And because most games run at 60 frames now, when you go back to a game that's solely 30, especially a game like this that has, you know, um, you know, it's a big playing space. There's lots of explosions going on at the same time that it kind of is really noticeable uh, and a bit frustrating. So, I, yeah, I, you know, that side of it's not very good, but the actual point to point action going to a place getting into fights uh it's got like a two ability um uh system so you hit right bumper for <coughs> sorry or r1 for your um uh sort of short ability your quick ability that you can so it could just be a missile launcher or whatever and once you've built up enough uh i don't know xp i guess you want to call it that way probably not that, uh, then you pick up an item and you can hit L1 and R1 and you do a mega super move, which can take take uh, people out. Um, and then you can swap those super moves as well. The more you upgrade your characters, you can switch them out for other things and stuff. So you feel like not only have you, can you build your team, you can build individual characters. Um, that stuff is all great, but I don't know... Like, when it comes to... When I review a game, I, I'm thinking, how many people could I recommend this to? You know, can I truly mm. recommend this to everyone? Can I remember the, uh, Can I recommend this to people that like the game, this style of game? Yes, I think I can. But can I re- recommend it to anyone other than those people? Not really, because it feels that it. It just feels strange. It it just feels that if you're playing a game like this, then it might as well be a Saints game, and without all the weird, wacky shit that comes along with a Saints game. That I don't really know what they're going for. I don't know what the the pitch was like for this, um, other than let's add some RPG elements to a Saints game, and then someone going, "Should we what Saints Five? No, <laughs> let's just make new characters. Why? Like, just <laughs> let's just do that. Um, but yeah, as I say, what three to four hours in, I'm going to play a lot of it, uh, and I just hope that it starts to show its hand a little bit more mm. like, Oh, this is why this exists. Uh, and at the moment it doesn't, it's just a fun little thing to fuck around with for a bit. It's so sad because I remember like just seeing like a, you know, like a ad for it on YouTube, like just prior to watching something else and, you know, saw about three seconds of it. And yeah, just that sense of like, who, who's this for? <laughs> And it, again, like I say, it seems really mean, but you know, sometimes when you see a game and you're just like, that's not going to sell. Like, that's not, I, I don't know anyone who would see that and go, ah, oh, it looks like my shit. That looks all right. It's just, yeah, weirdly yeah, sort it, of it, it, lacking that, an identity. Exactly sort of, yeah. That's that's exactly the feeling I get get mm. from it. I'm just kind of like, who's going to be buying this? Who's going to look at, look at it and say, I really want that? Um, and if you're banging to your Saints Road, then yeah, you'll mm. enjoy this. I've got, I've got no doubt about that. Mm. Um, I think you'd prefer another Saints Row rather than this. Yeah. Uh, but I think you'll enjoy it. Um, and it, again, if it was co-op, 
I, to- mm. I totally understand it more because mm. you're building your characters and r- rocking alongside someone that's built up one of theirs works. It, I could see that working, but with that all, like with that not existing, I'm like, why is all this other shit in it? I don't get it yet. Hopefully, hopefully it comes together a bit, but we'll, we'll find out. I'll hopefully have more to say about it next week. And that's it. That's it. Let's get to the emails and questions. James Farley. Okay. Uh, hi all. Uh, you know hi, how sports games have attributes for each player, like speed, shooting, passing, acceleration, dribbling, etc. So if there was that, yeah. a the computer game show video game, uh, what would the player attribute categories be? Uh, that's from Nick Hannon. When I saw this, I thought actually a better way of putting this would be if we were top trumps cards. Yeah, that's what, what would I was the category yeah, be? Yeah, yeah. And who would be the top trump? I mean, cynicism and optimism. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Definitely, you can't you can't beat me on cynicism. <laughs> um, yeah, James and Matt for those snarky comments. <laughs> Sex appeal, I think I'd trumps on that, right? Twitch stream ability. Yeah. Oh god, James would smash that out of the fucking. Park. So hang on, wait, no, you need so you need right bant, but you need two different ones. So you need bant brackets podcast and bant brackets streaming. Good point. Although his bant wasn't that great. I don't think James has a bant. He's just got the razor sharp wit. I don't know what he's got. (laughs) I don't know what he's got. Cynicism on Twitch. Fascinating creature. (laughs) Fascinating specimen. (laughs) Um, Well, you know, social media skills would have been Matt's, but we might have to rethink that card. Yeah, well, if there's a 2017 update, maybe. Update. Get a new deck, guys. He's uh, his stats have he's been st- m- <laughs> slashed. <laughs> Matt's been nerfed, nerfed to yeah, shit. I've been nerfed, been nerfed <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, probably, I don't know for probably sure. biggest dick. Yeah, I mean, we have can. We? You know, in a month's time, we can put that one to bed as well. We can, we can compare. <laughs> Who do you think? Well, I've, mine's disappointing. Let, I'll be honest. Not. I'll be. Quite, I'm not going to be trumped on that. I've seen Matt's. Matt's. You haven't seen all of it, have you? I think I have, yeah. Well, hang on, was, got... he a, was he at full well, mass? Well, was I asleep? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you were taking a piss. And Why were you looking I saw at it? my... When did... um, I can't remember, there must have been a reason. It's just Why difficult to avoid saying it. Why was that going on? <laughs> I remember being impressed, Matt, so don't well, question it. Let's not. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what else? I don't um, know. Alcohol tolerance? Sean's will be pretty low, I imagine. Doomed. Mine's dropping, but I think I'm still probably the best on that. Yeah. Right. Because Matt... No, oh, no, because remember, James just gets smashed after two, right? It's true, <laughs> Remember, yeah. we used to go on our little weekends to Leeds, and James would just be staggering home. Yeah, by when it was like three in the morning, and we <laughs> it's like... It was ridiculous, and I had kids for that point, and you didn't, and it was like... It was not fair. Uh, it's not fair we're cheating uh, but then and then Matt would throw up everywhere so I guess I'd win that one That's I'm pretty true. sure I'd win that yeah, one speaking of uh, speaking of kids can we have virility as a stat because James is going to take that one still most you kids think... just can't stop him yeah, yeah, I don't want but... anymore it's not happening it depends <laughs> we'd have to we'd have to delve deep on that I don't think what games yeah, sperm because... count and stuff well because I'm pretty careful like overly careful um, so, you triple know, bag David over there. Yeah, oh, they call me the triple bag. Um, yeah, 
So I, I, you know, I don't know how potent I am to be on the into. <laughs> Next question. Ooh, He's worried, like walking around, getting just women pregnant by looking at him. <laughs> wink. <laughs> Go on. Did you say wink? Okay. <laughs> Okay, next one is from Mark uh, Mark Rear, and he says, uh, just wanted to ask you all, what's going on with the worrying trend in the last few episodes of depressing gamer dads emailing in moaning about their kids? <laughs> it's it's pretty obvious. It's because it's the summer holidays. And it's like, <laughs> there's reasons for I read for this, it. and he's absolutely right. There is a lot of moaning about parenting on this show. Um, I like to think that it's quite difficult to moan about being a dad in front of people, in front of anyone. And because we were quite open with that, people, uh, the listeners have joined in. And I told you know, that's great. If you want to moan about your kids and be a parent on this show, then I'm totally for that. That's great. For those of you that are listening and thinking all they do is moan about their kids, you have to understand that there, there will always be a caveat at the end of it saying, yeah, but it's worth it. Like, we don't even need to say that. So if you sound like, if it sounds like we're moaning, we fucking are. But, you know, don't worry about it. We, we do still like <laughs> our kids, I guess. Apart from James. <laughs> That's true. I, I, do, I do mostly like them. Now <laughs> <laughs> we put in their birthday cards and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you are mostly okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you've got to say the power of being a parent that a monkey can jump on your car rip off the windscreen washers off your off your vehicle and you don't mind because it's making your son laugh. That's pretty <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of power. Need to go back to quick fit. Yeah. Fucking I mean died. to answer the question, like obviously you guys all being dads, me becoming one, it's it's just it's something that comes up and obviously it's something that people hear the show and want to contribute to, I guess. It's just that's part of like the audience we've cultivated, I suppose. And not only that, it's more entertaining to moan about it as well, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you, 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 if we had the emails from people going, I love my kid, he did this, you'd be like, <laughs> oh, fucking hell, <laughs> probably well, exactly, because, unsubscribe. Because I guess you're always sort of aware of, like, not just going into kids say the funniest things, right? You just sort of, obviously, the kids will do loads of things that you think are hilarious, but then you go to other people and they're just like, mm. It's <laughs> really hard to judge that yeah. stuff. <laughs> it's really hard to judge... Yeah, whether see, this was, is worth telling if this is an, an anecdote or something that you just need to keep to yourself i've always mm. been like just super aware of that which is why i've always come off as being like i hate my kids because <laughs> <laughs> it's like i've gone too far the other way it's like this. <laughs> yeah, honey. yeah it's a tough one uh, okay next one yep okay <laughs> 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 Actually, he mentions that. Hello, chaps. Uh, we've been chatting about fast food on the Discord. Shout out to the Smish guys. And uh, is that just what they call themselves now. <laughs> yeah, Smish guys. I just wondered, uh, what is the perfect gaming snack? I'd like to say pizza, but greasy pads are the worst. So I've settled on anything you can fork into your mouth. For example, uh, pasta, kebabs, and chips. P.S. Congrats on the banjo stream, David. Absolutely floored by that speed run. That's from Oodles of Quinn. Thanks, man. Um, uh, just, just before you start, Udus Akrim um, and also Kieran are two mods now we've got on our Discord just because things kicked up. You know, l- oh, because Sean started, like, he invited all these, like, 
dodgy racist mates in didn't it? <laughs> Sean tweeted it kicked off on Twitter then that kicked off into the Discord and it, and we were getting our tweets saying Matt and Dave getting in out and then um, you know things were dealt with but the, yeah Oodles Okrim and Kieran are now two of our mods in the Discord so get over there if you want to be modded to fuck <laughs> no it's that good. was insane it I opened up the Discord and it was like there are 670 messages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was in like the space of two hours, if that. Yeah. 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 I mean, every time I go in there now, there's like 150 messages and I check like a few times a day. Uh, yeah. So again, if you want to get involved on my Discord, there's a link on our Twitter account. Um, yeah. Well, so what was the qu- uh, game and snacks? I don't really eat when I'm game. To no, be honest with you. Not anymore. Uh, so, I mean, I can't really help in the you. Part, I mean, I, I try and limit it, especially if you're like talking on chat, but. It has to be something like Skittles where there's no grease. It's just popping. You can't have crisps because oh, of the crunches. Yeah. You can't yeah, have yeah. anything greasy like crisps, really. I mean, I mean even biscuits. Yeah. See, pushing it if on. I'm eating, I like to be sort of like concentrating on eating right at the same time. Because, <laughs> 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 you know, because I enjoy it. And it's like if I was gaming at the same time, it would be like two things that I really like doing, but like I'd be doing both of them badly, probably. Yeah, it's like... So, a, you know, <laughs> I think it was... Uh, Denton was saying once like that he personally doesn't understand people who like watch TV while they exercise because to him that's just ruining two enjoyable activities you know <laughs> yeah but, but I'm assuming that the people that do that not really a fan of exercising well, exactly, yeah so. they would not exercise yeah like obviously yeah but um, yeah it's just that thing of like well I'd rather just eat or just play a game i tell you what right if I had to choose though if the, someone's saying look you, you need to snack and play a game it's just got to be crunchy M&M's, man. I'm all about yeah, them at yeah. the moment. I, I can shovel them in my gob all day long. Yeah, but you it's can't ridiculous. play like... You can't chat when you're, like, crunching things, really. Oh, he can. <laughs> <laughs> I could yeah, I could chat whenever. There's no stopping this motor mouth. Um, I'm a, yeah, I'm a I, Skittles guy. Uh, one time I ate a massive bag of... Uh, I was around at a mate's and we were playing games for hours, like into, you know, like three in the morning or something. And I ate a massive bag of Starburst and got really bad trap wind. So there you go. Cool. Yeah, that Morning from history. But don't, don't you just find like M&M's chocolate, the, the chocolate is just really horrible. No, it's, it's addictive. It's fucking it's, chocolate it's here over here. <laughs> no, it's just, no, I, no, I know what you mean. It's, yeah, not great. It just tastes really poor quality chocolate. I just don't like it. No, no it's not. It's not. It's still good. It's still good. I like the, the peanut ones are fine. It's just the uh, yeah the regular ones not so good. Yeah, the, the crispy one Dave's talking about are so so nice. The ones in the blue bag they are I can easily yeah. get two bags easy. Yeah, they're ridiculous. Um, yeah, like, I like the Oreo uh, uh, dairy milk. That's probably my favourite. That's also great. Yeah, that's also great. Yeah. Snacker Jacks. Good. Big fan of Snacker Jacks because they're like ninety the percent air, so you just feel like you're eating stuff, <laughs> but it's just mostly nothing. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not such a fan of that. Yeah. If I'm eating, I want to know I'm eating. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Next substance. question. Bit fucking heft. <laughs> <laughs> I just like stodge. I like stodge. <laughs> Have a plate of stodge, please. Yeah, just Thank some you. oil in a pan. <laughs> <laughs> With rice. <laughs> when I was 10, I bumped into Derek Acora at Tesco's checkout. <laughs> just the night before. Not me. This I hope that's the, the end right. of the email. <laughs> this is a new one. Uh, just the night before, he had been on Most Haunted Live, uh, pretending in brackets uh, to be possessed by a chap called Edward Beaumont. He says he like pretending in brackets, but isn't that like libelous or whatever or something? Because 
he does claim that he no, can do that. I think it's technically yeah. libelous to say that he's actually doing it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think, I think legally, Derek Okor ain't got a fucking leg to stand on, to be honest with you. <laughs> Almost certainly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being a charlatan. Anyway. That's the one. I've always got a reason why I wish I was in the Big Brother house, and that one reason would be to just, just really fucking shout at Derek Okor. <laughs> I've been questioning myself about all that stuff recently because I th- I am generally of the ilk that's saying these people are scum that are preying on the vulnerable to earn money and make mm. themselves like famous and stuff. Yes. But at the same time, I'm also thinking, yeah, but is it just like making people's lives a little bit nicer if they believe that shit? Like, yeah. Is that the end of the world? Yeah. So now I'm kind of like a bit confused about it all again. But then Derek Okora will come on the screen and I want to punch his fucking nose off. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Go on. Upon seeing Derek, my starstruck younger <laughs> self uh, walked up to him and performed my best impression of Edward. He laughed and asked at me if I enjoyed the show. I rather honestly told him, "No, your acting was shit." His face, <laughs> his face couldn't hide his disappointment as he quickly packed his bags and said nothing else. So much like Derek Akora, what's the game you've started with high hopes, only to be left bitterly disappointed by the end? For me, it was the first Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Cheers for the show and good luck to Sean for the upcoming birth. That's from Chunk. Cheers, That man. makes me feel the way he's worded that question. It makes me feel that it played like a sixty-hour a sixty-hour game, and then by the sixty-first hour, the credits rolled and he was furious. Like like the sixty hours, he was absolutely loving. It's a Mass Effect free. <laughs> yeah, um, that's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> I don't know. I was pretty disappointed by Mafia Three by the end. Um, I mean, mm. I didn't complete it, but I, I, you know. The direction it took after the first two hours or so was so disappointing. I, the fact that it was going, wow, this is clever. It's flicking between time periods. It's building a really interesting story. There are twists and turns. Clear the base. Clear the base. Good. Clear another base. Oh, oh my God. Why? <laughs> why is it asking me to clear bases? Ah, oh, don't worry. Clear another base. Maybe I'll, oh, you've unlocked a new bit of a city. Clear the bases now. And that's not a side mission. That's what you do for several hours. And that's when I tapped out. I was pretty disappointed by that. I think uh biggest one for me has got to be Fable 3. Jesus Christ, that game was not finished. Like Ooh, It, was, God, it wasn't yeah, fantastic anyway. Um, and then literally the final boss is just like an enemy you've already fought before. And then some text on a screen is your ending sequence. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that, that ending was shocking. Yeah. Um, but I know I quite like the build up to that before you become the king. Mm. Or do you start as the king? I can't no, remember. No, no, you start as, uh, is it your, is it your brother who's the king and he's a total dick? So that's right. Cause that's, that's so, the other thing is it's like, cause it, yeah, there's that bit of the start where like you and your mate are like caught trespassing or something, right? In somewhere in the castle where you shouldn't be. And your brother's like, oh, well, one of you's got to die or something like that. <laughs> Which you know, <laughs> makes loads of sense. And then, but then the big reveal when you become the king is like, ah, your brother was, the reason he was a bit hard on you is because he knew there was this going to be this invasion of this, this horrible evil menace. So, yeah, we didn't have to kill my mate though, did he? <laughs> no, it really no. doesn't justify that in any way. Um, but yeah. no, I liked all the stuff leading up to becoming the king, but yeah. then it was kind of like, oh, now you're the king. Okay. Now goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <what? laughs> So now you're the yeah, king. It's, it's shit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Hooray! Yeah. <clears throat> oh, Peter. Oh, Peter. Matt, are you still alive? I mean, that that would imply that I would finish a game. So, <laughs> good point. Never, never seen the end of one. Good point. Good, 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 good one. Never bought a Sega game. Go on. 
I can't think of anything that like I've played like that. It's James so, loves okay. everything he plays, so no, yeah, yeah. no generally, generally, yeah, actually, that's true. There's a lot of stuff I'd not enjoy, but mostly <laughs> if I don't enjoy stuff, I know that I'm not going to enjoy it before I start playing it. You know, which then, then you <laughs> you've prejudged you... it, yeah, and you'll stick by your guns. It. <laughs> yeah, it's kind yeah, of because like yeah, obviously, but... in most cases, if you're not enjoying something, why would you finish it? Exactly. Um, it's like, I don't I think usually... for me, that's the best stuff. way to do it, isn't it, James? So if you prejudge <laughs> something, but then throughout your whole playthrough touch on the themes of the game throughout and then it all comes together in a really interesting way you just you know you just write it off anyway then you James. <laughs> best way to be no, I just, I just like to, to go into stuff you know like tempering my enthusiasm you know because then I'm not disappointed why it's, um, why it's just I don't know I just, it's just the way I prefer to do things you know I, I, mean, I don't, I don't like getting my hopes up way of... and thinking things are going to be amazing and then they're not because it's just disappointing isn't it why is it like, yeah. Yeah, yes, it is disappointing, but then you've robbed yourself of getting excited about a game, and that's one of the best bits, isn't it? No, but then, then if something is really, really good, then you do get genuinely excited about it, and it's like, it's really, really great. I just prefer to avoid the letdown. Oh, man, I love the hype leading up to a game. I love it. How can you just, like, rob yourself of that? It's so much fun. Just getting involved and all excited, and then launch day's coming, you're like, yeah, come on. Uh, Come on, guys. Get used to disappointment. <laughs> Matt, it's true, isn't it? That's yeah, the best bit. I mean, when you're super hyped by a game, half the fun is the whole lead up and people saying, oh, it's dispatched. <laughs> you know, I love that sort of shit. <laughs> see, but you see, I remember, like, okay, I can remember a game where I did have that, which was, do you remember Rainbow Six Lockdown? No. Always comes that? back to Rainbow Six of you, doesn't it? No, no, it wasn't juiced. Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six Three, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Rainbow Six Three and like Black Arrow and everything had been fantastic. Like they were really good, like online shooters. And then everyone was kind of excited, and I was really excited for Lockdown because I thought, okay, we've got a new one of these, and it was terrible. It was an awful game. So after that, just never, yeah, never. That was never it. Excited. That was the yeah. final. It was, it was Rainbow Six Lockdown. It destroyed my. <laughs> James you know, been like, things. I will never love again. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I'm sure it, uh, there's a bunch of other games like that. I think from like 16-bit era, but I can't mm. remember them off the top of my head. It's you know, been like Sh- surely a few James, isn't it? Like Shenmue Two. No, because that was brilliant. Yeah, but then there's nothing since. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's that's I didn't. Well, actually, I did know that going into it that they it was unlikely it was going to get finished. But that was part of the sort of the bittersweet nature of that game is that you know it was it had a, it was brilliant and then. It ended. Um, they've said in their Kickstarter emails that there's gonna be they're gonna show something at Gamescom. I think that's in the next really? week or so. I think. I thought they said they weren't gonna go to Gamescom. Or is no, it... the, the, there is like a section they said they've got. I'm not sure if they're actually gonna show any. It's of gonna the be game. terrible. We all know it's gonna be. That, and I that's that. why I love that. That's... His favorite game ever, and he won't allow himself to even get <laughs> no, hyped for I that. Don't, exactly. I don't want this to be another situation where I get excited about it and then it's gonna be awful. Because it's almost certainly going to be awful, isn't it? I mean, let's be honest. It's it's not probably not going to turn out that good. It's I mean, they've had ages. There's been silence for ages about what's going on with it as well. And it's just I don't know. It's a Kickstarter game, and they they don't usually end well. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's just just keep keep the enthusiasm down. If it's really good, that's great. If it's not, then you know, everything else is a bonus. Right, yeah. go on. Exactly. Next question. All right, we've got tweets now. So Colonel Red says, "I feel that Hellblade." That was uh, weird. Did you hit, did you pick up on that, Sean? It sounded like an edit. Like, if you're <laughs> listening to this podcast, it sounded like an edit. It was no, such a it, wild it sounded like change. a Brent thing. Like we got emails, we got tweets. Yeah, 
So, in a way. <laughs> it's just weird. It was just like, it just, yeah, sorry. It's not your fault, James. Just the change of conversation. And just so quick. It sounded like I cut something out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, tweets. Um, <laughs> I feel that Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice has opened my eyes to mental illness. What other games offer such a mature treatment of real issues? And then we got a follow-up, which has two yeah. very good answers. Like Depression <laughs> Quest and That Dragon Cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, uh, papers, please. Papers, papers please is a good I, shout. I had um, the uh, the Town of Light that I played. Oh, yeah. quite recently, which was yeah. There's yeah. That's that was good. Because that's it about was, uh, horrific treatment of people with mental, uh, mental yeah, illnesses, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's a good game. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, <laughs> as weird as all the dialogue is around the game. Uh, uh, what is it? Um, Life is Strange dealt with some yeah. pretty heavy issues, pretty maturely. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, in a bit of a teen drama sort of way, uh, and a little bit on the nose. Mm. But I think it dealt with some issues very, very well. Uh, yeah. So I liked that. Um, what else? Oh, to the moon. Yeah, oh, I think I was yeah, about to say that. that yeah, to the moon's always the one I go for. That's. That's such a brilliant story and uh, yeah, super emotional review. It's, it, yeah, everyone yeah. listening to this hasn't played it. Play that. That's just so. Good. It's great because it's it, it, obviously it's built on sci-fi shit, but remains completely relatable. And yeah, it's all like <laughs> yeah. Eternal Sunshine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and the I same f- with. Sorry, go. On. The same with the likes of um, uh, was it Gone Home? Uh, that had some interesting stuff in it, but in a more realistic way. Yeah. Because obviously these things tend to be, uh, and understandably so, it's not criticism. These tend, when something's, a piece of art is addressing something. So when games are trying to address a subject, they try to go for the extremes of it, um, which, you know, has a bigger impact and, and, and is sort of aimed to try and highlight a point rather than present a point as it is. Um, whereas Gone Home seemed to scale that back. And although th- it was dealing with parents, there was, you know, a storyline there dealing with parents who did not agree with having a gay child, quite clearly. Mm. The way it dealt with it, it wasn't the parents are now beating their child. The parents are now, you know, all uh, they've completely outcast their child. Mm. It was, it took that idea and sort of made it real where the parents weren't comfortable with it and were actively trying to change what their child was doing but in the same time at the same time they weren't like the stereotypical wrong nasty parents if you know what I mean yeah they weren't it was like interesting outwardly abusive about it it was just this this lack of acceptance like you say yeah and, sort of, and it, yeah. as I said it's like that didn't go to the extremes that they could have gone with that and mm. that would have probably been the more um you know I guess understandable route to take instead they dealt with it in quite a mature way mm. it was yeah it was really well done mm. and of course that isn't even the main story it's it's crazy that game mm. it's got this whole drama around it that may not even be picked up it's insane um and and to some extent i think um uh firewatch as well the stuff that it does at the beginning mm. there is really sort of like whoa it it sort of presents the idea that you know what? Sometimes the choices aren't 
pick a good choice or pick a bad choice. And sometimes you'll pick a choice and it's not what that character's doing. That's not reflecting what that character is. You're not mm. becoming the character. The character does what he wants. You're just nudging him in one direction. Yeah, um, like the, and that was all done with text as well, wasn't it? It's it weird. was that it's intro weird. bit, yeah. Um, like what I loved about Firewatch is like knowing the sort of basic premise of the game from trailers and stuff. Like, oh yeah, you know, you go and spend six months um, basically camping out in this tower and and yeah, that intro is immediately like, you wouldn't choose to do this unless something's gone wrong. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it it's like straight away you're like oh yeah shit like that's actually like a really odd thing to just choose to do with your life like to basically live in isolation for six months like you'd need no basically no ties to to like real life in order to choose to do that and yeah and, and the the way the intro is just like it, again oh, that's it's not like it. it's yeah. not like you know sort of like hugely obvious or crass about it but immediately you're like oh, shit something's gonna go wrong no, and it's rare to play a game where the character you're playing as is a prick. Yeah, you know, yeah for sure. Essentially, what he decides to do is fucking horrible. Yeah. Um, understandable to some extent, mm. but fucking horrible. Yeah. And the way it sort of puts that across is really clever. Yeah, so yeah It's yeah. really well done. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's brought the show down, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's Christian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alex seventy nine UK says uh, I had a great question, but don't agree with Farley's recent censorship. You never know which bits will get read, and the context is everything. This is bullshit because I haven't <laughs> censored anything. Like, and there's been no censorship yeah. at all. It, there you, isn't. You've, cu- you've constantly cut out the bits where people say nice stuff about us. Yeah, that's the only stuff I've cut. I haven't cut any other content. Just the stuff which is, you know, makes things you, you don't like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that might be censorship, James. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in, Trump. Next. Oh, hey, how dare you? There's stuff. Oh, forget it. Oh, oh bloody day. There's, <laughs> There's stuff. There's stuff. <laughs> there is stuff. There's stuff happening just now, but it's, uh, yeah, that's good. Smash. The Jazzman says, uh, What's your least favourite game genre, and what could said genre do or do less of to get you on board? Oh, God. Um,. Uh, strategy games, I guess. Oh, yeah, no, JRPG. JRPGs has okay. got to be the right one. Uh, I see, but I feel like still got time some JRPGs yeah. do have like a clue as to why people like us don't play them, whereas like there is not a single real-time strategy game that I can get to grips with. You know what I mean? What, like, what, give me an example of a real-time strategy game that you're thinking of when you're talking about that sort of thing. Um... I mean, it's the first one that pops to mind. I mean, Command and Conquer's obviously like was one of the main ones, and then StarCraft. I tried, I just couldn't deal with that. <laughs> like the campaign's really good in StarCraft too. Like each level has like an interesting gimmick. It's not just like memorizing your fucking build orders and stuff, which basically is all you have to do in multiplayer. Um, yeah, I've just never. Like, certainly in a competitive sense, I've just never, ever had any interest in getting into a real-time strategy game. Turn-based stuff, I'm okay, but, yeah. I've never got into championship manager games either. Really? Like, I've, I've, that seems yeah, odd. I, pl- I played them for, like, um, uh, I played them for, like, a, say, six or seven league games. Mm-hmm. And then just go, oh, do you know what? I don't know why I'm losing all the time. <laughs> so I give up. <laughs> That's pretty much it. 
that's my championship manager experience. Yeah, I always wanted um, to play that, but never did. And I'm, I, I was also always want to play WoW, but I'm glad I didn't because it probably mm. would have consumed me in a way like no other. I mean, I in terms of favorite and least favorite genres, I mean, I, I've played those games which I didn't think I would like, but because they're going to be just a fa- fantastic examples of of a game regardless of the genre I've, I've played them but so it's hard to say I mean I guess the idea of me playing like a 150 hour sprawling Japanese RPG doesn't really fill me with excitement but then I'll happily put at least twice that into a mobile game or Destiny so you don't play action RPGs at all really do you? <laughs> no I guess not no sort of like brawlers and stuff no well I'm thinking more like um, you never really got into Mass Effect you uh, no, nope. you do like the Dark Souls games. You, you wouldn't nah. go near. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm sure I'd, pr- I'd probably enjoy them, but I no, ne- never, never bother with them really. Mm. Okay, James. Well, there are. I mean, like JRPGs. I get that. I mean, I do play them, which is the thing, which is odd. But there are things about them that I despise. Uh, mostly, like the uh, <laughs> oh, you know, like random battles and things like that. I can't stand that. And it's, when games don't do that, then they, that's what gets me on board, like with them, because mm. it's like, okay, this is actually interesting. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, other game genres, there's not really many that I really, really dislike. Puzzle games, I don't like that much. Um, but then you get something like, I mean, I haven't played any more of it, but The Witness seemed to be interesting, and because uh, it seemed to be a bit different. Mm, that's alright. Maybe oh, okay. you've. What was the? Uh, you, I never heard you talk about roguelikes. Yeah, I don't like those very much, actually. It's, um, yeah, I don't know. Usually when I play a game like that, I feel a bit, I feel a bit disappointed when it happens, because I just feel, I know this is probably like a massive sweeping generalization, but I really like it when things are being, like, designed, like, yeah, you know, yeah. when, like, uh, that's fair. Do, do, you know, do you know what I mean, Sean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And that's, that's one of the reasons it's designed. <laughs> um, what's that mining one that everyone went mad for on Xbox and Minecraft? No, it, I can't. Remember. It's it's it's, it's a road like I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> uh, you mean what's up? You mean Spelunky? What? That's one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Everyone says that the game mechanics of that are incredible, and that's obviously a road like. Yeah, so. like the thing with thing with Spelunky is like it's so like the it's the design of the you know the machine that spits the levels out is so well done. So you can even though it's you know the levels aren't hand authored, you can see the things like the the sort of clever restrictions that are put in so that there aren't things that will piss you off basically but yeah like there are definitely a lot of like very good roguelikes that sometimes you'll just have a shit run and there's nothing you can do about it so i get it okay okay should we uh, do one more don't do this to me there's like (laughs) there's tons of them here dave i mean what what am i supposed to do do one more pick a good one (laughs) All right. Um, oh crap. Okay, Michael J. Berry. He's got he's got a, a dual one here. It says, "My five year old keeps saying he wants a Switch for Christmas uh, just to play Mario Kart, but obviously that's a lot of money. Do you think I would be uh, just be fine buying a Wii U instead, as it's exactly essentially the same Mario Kart game and far far cheaper?" Yeah, if he's five years here's old. The okay. way, yeah, here's the way to uh, answer that question. Imagine you're five. And you really want to switch. And your dad gets you all Wii U. <laughs> How are you going to yeah, feel right. about that? All right. That would be when awful, you put it like that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> How are you going to feel about that? Because at five, he definitely knows what a Wii U is. Yeah, and yeah. he definitely knows what a Switch is. 
I haven't got you a switch like you wanted, son. <laughs> or, or daughter. <laughs> Here's a Wii this. U. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just as good. And all the games are much yeah. cheaper for it. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that to someone. That's just no, awful, isn't it? Not only that, Mario Odyssey's going to be out by then. Yeah. Oh, what are yeah, you going to do? Mm. Sorry, mate. You're just going to have to get another job. Pony up. Like, get, get work nights. <laughs> get that Switch. Get that Switch. One more. Uh, Chetty says, uh, you have exactly 30 minutes to play a game. What do you reach for and why? Okay, League. It's the best. Matt. Um, yeah, Rocket League. James. Uh, probably, I don't know, FIFA, maybe? Oh, God, man. Fuck. I just like to play, I just like to play a a game of football. What's wrong with that? Wow. Rocket League is the right answer. Sean. Splatoon 2, get 10 games in in half an hour, mate. That is a good shout. That that is a better answer. (laughs) Why did I think of that and say something stupid? (laughs) So yes, better answer for you. It's but... great because I was sitting and thinking, ah, oh, James is going to say Splatoon 2, he's going to rob my answer, and then and oh, you farted it. that out, so that <laughs> worked out for me. Now, <laughs> I, I was playing Rocket League is Solid 4 that. and just watch a cutscene. Yeah, you could watch like half of the opening cutscene. <laughs> yeah. do, do you know what I like doing? Like after, if I'm playing a game, like at the moment, I'm playing Ages of Mayhem, I will sit down at 10, play till about 20 to 12, and then go... Right, okay. Uh, just gonna save that, close that down, and, uh, game of Rocket League. Like, <laughs> it just, every night, I can't go to bed with it just out of a quick game of Rocket League. In fact, actually, I nearly did last night. Got to half eleven, and I was so tired from, you know, driving around all day, that I just thought, I need to get some sleep now. And literally, just as I turned my PS4 off, I got a text from Denton saying, Rocket League? Yeah, Rocket League, yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> stayed up till about quarter past twelve. Good, good game. Right, okay, that's it. Let's uh, let's wrap this one up and get prepared for next week's hijinks. Let's, Matt. Um, obviously, we're on Twitter at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. You can email us, as James mentioned, email earlier, but it's the Computer Game Show at gmail.com. Also, the show goes out, and it's also on YouTube. Uh, so search us on there. Uh, the Discord, the link to our Discord channel is uh, pinned to the top of our Twitter account. Uh, and I think that's pretty much it. We're on all, obviously, all, all audio services. We're, we'd love if you left a review uh, or just told a mate about the show. And thanks for living it. We'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye.